You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Good, great, grand. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Recording on a Tuesday night. Um, due to coronavirus. Thankfully all clear, all good. Edward, how are you? Good. Got the baggy green on, I'm wearing a suit. Yes, you do. He's wearing a, a beautiful uh, Royal Navy blue suit with a nice light pink shirt. Yeah. Topped with a priceless uh, one in, you know. Well, original. Original. Hello Sport baggy green original. Hot the off original. the press. Not really actually hot off the press because it's original. So it's not like, it's not just out. No. In fact, that makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. But I am wearing one with a, with a suit. You so. look a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, no COVID here, baby. Nah, COVID free. COVID free. But uh, Papa over here did think he might, well, sort of have it potentially. Was there? Was there? All of you just going to yourself? This isn't COVID. This is I've just had a big weekend. Or is it because you're a dad and you don't get out often? You forgot. No. So what happened was? Did you need? Did you need a friend? Large Friday into a large Saturday. Saturday started at like eleven in the morning and went through till about midnight. Mm. So it was just a two back-to-back large runs for a dad who's not piss fit, who's not out there, you know, mixing it with the drinkers of society, the benders of society, as much as he once did, you know? So I've, I've and I, I know I'm referring to myself in the third person, I'll probably continue to do so, but daddy basically just forgot what it was like to be bounced out. Now, Sunday was, Sunday was like not great, but I had to work, so I was sort of in it, and I just couldn't even acknowledge it. And then Monday morning rolls around, and I think everyone knows now, if you're above the age of like 24, two days later is the worst of the bounce out. Oh, yeah. The bounce out on a Sunday after a Saturday is like, I'm going to indulge and, you know, pamper myself, feel sorry for myself. Sunday is all pamper, baby. Yes. I'm on the couch. I've got Uber Eats yes. three or four times. Exactly. Like, mate, I got, I got connoisseur ice cream delivered on Sunday from the servo. It's just up the road. <laughs> Cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah. Not for a litre, no. for 450 mils. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was like 13 bucks. It was outrageous but when I got you, charged. do you regret it? Fuck no. <laughs> Tremendous find on my behalf. Yeah, now yeah. I've got Maltesers on the go. I've got, you know, I've got gay times if I want them, yes. Tom. You know, you, you, you Burger will, rings if I'm in the... If I, it's opened up. It's opened up. Because the, the amount of treats at one's fingertips, if you've got a, a, a servo, servo prepared to come to the party and, and deliver you... Treats. Delicious treats on a bounce out Sunday. Sundays are fucking great. Yeah. Sunday fun. Sunday's not your problem. No, no, no. It's the Monday where you're sort of stripped of any emotional res- resilience, and when, when you're not getting dropped burger rings over it at three thirty. Well, you can't. You got to get out of bed, right? <laughs> you can't get away get from sitting on the couch. You got to go to work. So I've woken up again. Child dictates when I get up. I have no fucking call on the matter, which is fine. I'm cool with it, Evie. Don't worry. But. It was like, you know, I just, you know, when you are getting sick and you wake up at, you just, at some point over the course of the night, you become aware that you're sick. You went to bed feeling not great, maybe, but you didn't feel sick. And then just at some point in the night, you sort of just become a little bit conscious and go, fuck, something's here. Oh yeah. Yeah. If something's us- hit me. If usually for me, it's, why am I awake at like 11.30, 12 o'clock? Yeah. It's just not part of my repertoire. Is, Either I sleep all the way through. Yeah, yeah, I do sleep all the way through, punters and dribblers. Are you jealous? I know you are. Mm. Or I'm up maybe 3.30-ish, maybe just for a brief moment. A little wee-wee maybe. Maybe a wee-wee. Maybe, yes. maybe not. But I may, I may turn over time, yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But is that is that what happened to you? So is I that basically that weird, uh, out of routine? Just, it, well, not necessarily out of routine. It was just more that I had, I, I had an awareness of 
some feeling in my throat. And I was like, this is not just a bender related throat. This is like a sore throat. It's like sick sore. You know what I mean? Not I've been yelling and yipping and yelling. What I was about to say, you've been known to yell. Yes. This was a sick sore. Then I woke up Monday and I was like, listen, the throat actually is kind of gone. But in these COVID times, do I owe it to the people around me? The people, you know, who look up to me as a, as a beacon of truth and honesty and dribble and yarn to just err on the side of caution here a little bit. So I was like, fuck it. As much as I want to do the podcast, as much as I want to go into work, work, you know, they probably thought it was a wool pull because they know what I got up to on the weekend. But it obviously wasn't because I got my brain tickled by this fucking thing. But anyway. Well, you could argue, I mean, if you're a smart operator. You just never go to work on a Monday? And well, I'm just saying, if you're a smart operator, you could just use that all the time. Listen, yes. maybe a bit of a COVID scare might get tested. I actually think to be three honest, three days. A test, three days took. took sorry, it took three days. Sorry, it took three days. Well, I didn't go into work today either. So when did you get your test results? Today, bit mid yeah, midday. Well, it was like eleven. Yeah, but I mean, I'm no, already. But, well, I mean, you already no point. No. By the time I get into work, it's, what, it's all over. Fucking it's all over. It's all over. It's all over. So anyway, I had to push the podcast. I actually was trying to film myself doing it, but it just got a bit. Sort it's of red a hot bit. I when I got it when I got the test, I was a bit like I'm in a room with this beautiful lady who's who's just testing her ass off, yeah. just for for the state and for yeah. the nation at large. Yeah. And I don't really want to take the piss. No, that was where I was sort of at. I was outdoors as well. Before mm. I got there, Steph had seen it. And she was like, "Go to the Rush Cutters Bay one." Uh, there's no one there. And as she was walking past, you just heard someone screaming as they had it done, which I actually think is an overreaction. It's not that bad. Screaming? Yeah. The lady at Brookvale couldn't have been more gentle. I mean, the only thing I didn't like is when they jammed it in my throat because I almost coughed and I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cough in there. No. I didn't want to be the guy who's getting a COVID test, coughing and splattering everywhere. Cough? So I held it in. You that was a, the most uncomfortable did part. Did you sort of maybe unlock your gag reflex? You and then when I got into the car park, I, I unleashed. Yeah. And my eyes were watering and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't do the throat for me, just the nose. I got nose, nose, throat. Yeah, I got Very you. thorough at Brookvale. And hats off to her. Again, I don't know her name, but she was tremendous. Yeah. Well, and but so were you. You seem to... That, that gag reflex is, is nothing to fuck with, punters and dribblers. That's a, I respect <laughs> you on that. They steered clear. But anyway, negative. So I'm ready to rock. Good. Excellent. Love that. Yes. We're here to fucking We're here to party, fucking baby. rip in. Um... I don't have anything else to talk about. Did you have a good weekend? Anything to report? Weekend. Nothing to report. Anything to report? Well, the only thing I will report, punters and dribblers, and it'll surprise no one. It'll surprise no one. Tonga's best in class at puppy school. Best in class. What do you mean best in class? As in, he dominates everyone. He's the smartest by a country mile. Oh, really? He's like, teaches pet stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Like, really? oh, shit. These dogs aren't doing it properly. Where's Tonka at? Who, Tonka, come show everyone how it's done. Show these dumb dogs how yeah. it's done. Show that done. rat over there how it's done. Yeah, mate. right. You know what I mean? And he's he's. Does His appetite, it? Tom, for treats, Devon, chicken, lamb, whatever it is, yeah. knows no bounds, no limits. Well, he's going to be huge. But he, he just he will not stop until all the treats that he can possibly get his hands well, on actually, are gone. That's a nice little segue here. Speaking of treats, Dior Dave, very kindly, uh, as we are recording a little later as well on a Tuesday, bought in some treats, dinner treats, if you will. I've been on a fucking diet, as you know, fat as fuck, beep test soon. Mm. Uh, but he's brought in some beautiful twirl bites. Never had a twirl Never had, bite. Well, let's whip the twirl bites open because we've already... He also brought in, Eddie, which you and I were very pleased with, the curly, whirly, squirlies. Now, punters and dribblers, you'll, you'll remember from about two minutes ago, I mentioned 
how you can get treats from the server on, yeah. on uh, Uber Eats. I'll be looking for these. Yes. I guarantee you that. This yeah. Sunday, I promise you that I'll be looking for curly whirly squirlies because they are terrific. Because everyone would know the larger version. The big brother of the curly whirly squirly is just the curly whirly. Well, yeah. I mean, the father of the squirly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the father of the curly whirly squirly, the, the original Don himself. Yeah. It, which Mr. Is, curly Whirly. Which was a favourite staple at the cinemas. Yeah. Um, Curly Whirly himself, he, he had a bit of go about him. Fucking oath he did. He had long arms too, remember? I vaguely do not Curly remember. Curly Whirly arms, long as fuck. <laughs> Mate, that's where, that's where he got where he, he That's where he got his name from. What did, no. He named the chocolate after himself. Yeah, that's how he that's how he ascended to the heights he has. Okay, interesting. Well, Dave's brought him in. Thank you, Dave. Mm. My pleasure, boys. How yeah, was your weekend, bro? Yeah, it was pretty chill. Just worked. Just worked. Mm, Nothing worked too big. Off. Just, you know, saving up for when we can go out again and then a proper bender. Yep. Yeah. Are you going to send it? Oh, mate, so hard. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Take like two weekends off work. We actually need to. Um, mm. I mean, don't deprive me of one. I don't <laughs> want to fucking die. I'm trying to. I haven't, I, that I haven't tried those twirl yet. Huh? I haven't tried those. Well, you go before. first, bro. No, nah, it was nah, like a. You go first. Come on. It was like a two for five with the curly whirlies. And I saw the curly whirlies. And you have to go the curly whirlies. You have to go the that. curly whirlies. You can't not go the curly whirlies. Official chocolate of the podcast. They're uh, the mm, caramel. Yeah. Caramel. What do they come up with next? I'm going to say it, punters and dribblers. I'm going to say it live on air here. <laughs> Cadbury can't be bested. That's my opinion. Yeah. It cannot be bested. It is best on ground. Mm-hmm. Best on ground. Mm-hmm. Do I have one of those giant fucking gluttonous blocks of dairy milk fruit and nut in the freezer? Yes, I do. Yes. In the Why? freezer's weird, but I get it. Love it in the freezer. Freezer. Yeah. I love it. That seems like, I don't know, like ISIS vibes. Why the fuck you got it in the freezer? Where do you put your chocolate? Fridge. Yeah. Fridge. Freezer's too cold. Yeah, but yeah. it isn't. I like it. Because I like it cold, cold, like crispy. Bring it out, I'll leave it there for like a minute, and then snap it up mm. and I'm ready to go. Try it out. See you know what's good in the freezer, though? Bit of like gummy vibes. Haribos, the gummy bears. Chin Tams. Dark Chin Tams in the freezer. Mm. There, I'll show that. Unbelievable. Change your life. I don't know what this freezer talks about, but uh, <laughs> look, this is the last chocolate I'm eating for a very long time, so... I hope we're trying any of these fucking things because I'm, hel- I'm a health kick now. This has got me ready to go for some mm. sport. Or it's going to have us crashing. Sugar high, crash. By the time dribbles come around, we'll be falling asleep. I'll be asleep. Listen, Manly's lost again, which is obviously a problem, but I mean, everyone's getting injured, so what do you want from us? And basically, Hard to win with a penalty count of 11 4 It is. And Des said as much, not an excuse, but the reason. Obviously, we're getting robbed and everyone's working against us. Not the point. Joel Thompson's tongue is one of the most disgusting fucking things I've ever seen. Now, obviously, that is a warrior effort. If you haven't seen it, don't even look for it. It's fucking gross. He got a head... It can't be unseen. He had a head clash when he was at the early on in the game. And it's like a one and a half to two... It's like an inch and a half gash. Like, tongue is split. Looks like a snake's tongue. And... Is an, is an inch and a half enough? I don't know. If maybe that, not. I, don't, I think that's I think conservative his tongue, tongue was completely split in half. It, from where I was sitting, it looked like it had been split to the back of his throat. Two tongues? Two tongue stuff. Two tongue Tomo? Two tongue Tomo. It was fucking disgusting and it was Tomo so bad. Tongue. He said that he couldn't. So he happened early in the game. He played the full 80 because he's a, he's, a, you know, he's a manly hero and he's doing it for his family, his club, his, mm. you know, for everyone. Mm. Um, he didn't have a drop of water or Gatorade the whole game. He just drank his blood. Oh my God. Can you imagine? 
Now, was that because he was... His he, tongue was cutting no, off. No, I understand, but is that why he didn't have any... He was like, I can't drink water because it'll be too painful? Yeah. Or I'm getting enough out of the blood? Well, I think there's an element... Well, he clearly was getting enough out of the blood, Eddie. Yeah. Just recycling his own blood, mm. but... I mean, I is, think what's it was, what's what's the the rule around what's the rule around? on blood? Because I know the 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 rule on urine, Tom, and this is just for the punter and dribbler that may need it. Only once you can drink it once. After that, you're doing yourself damage. Okay, but so how much is once? Like, is as it, in how like, much am I allowed? No, as in, in like, one sitting. No, no, as in like you can drink your urine. The first, the, if you were to capture the entire urination, you like could my drink, whole my whole bladder. You could, I think you could drink that. But if I think if you were to drink the next round, oh, okay. That's so when you run you, into the trouble. Could you drink the first round, piss out the second round, drink the third round? No, I don't think so. I think that once, no water in between yeah, the right. rounds, okay. I think you're out. Now, blood, I'm not sure. I, I mean, think Joel would know. Joel might have enough. Well, I mean, well, blood, are you asking me, would Joel be able to drink his piss if he drank blood? or just? No, I'm saying... Can you drink blood? I'm saying, well, because he hasn't had any water no. and, he, and he put in a warrior's effort. Yes. I'm saying, how long can you drink blood for? And stay hydrated. I'd time. say probably 80 minutes. He was probably near death by the end of it. 80 minutes is dude, the cutoff. His isn't mouth it? was bleeding the whole fucking game. I was like, dude, this thing is just. He won't stop bleeding. He won't stop bleeding. And then when you see the photo, now listen, I also have to. I don't think that that is necessary to be on fucking social media. And listen, we got a lot of good friends at the Manly Seagulls. Obviously, they've welcomed us in with open arms. Basically, we're the number one ticket holders. Uh, but. What are the Manly boys putting that up on their stories? I'm looking at you, Curtis Soonan. That's exactly what I'm looking at. And, I'm looking at Curtis. And when I just happened to flick through my stories and no warning, just Joel Thompson, Joel Tomo two tongues fucking staring at me, I, you know, that ro that rocked me. I think I think I think Curtis should have given people an opportunity to make a decision. So first one's blurred. Yes. If you if you want to have a look, click through. You can slide right. If you want to see a man with two tongues, yeah, click through. Click through, and I'll show you. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. But I would have liked the, I would have liked the blur just because. Yeah. And this is no knock on Tomo. Two tongue. It's it's uncomfortable viewing. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> and. What else was bad was that it was then people were just sharing it in their Instagram uh, like feeds, and then they're like going warning graphic content. But it's like, bro, when I'm scrolling, I see the pic before I see your warning. No, the caption comes after. The caption it. comes after the picture. Yeah, warning no, the caption graphic content. First. Oh, thanks, bro. I'm glad to see that. That's how you've described this graphic content as graphic content. Yeah, maybe mm. don't fucking share it. Mm. Mm. Outrageous. Now, where's the tongue at? How does it? How does it heal? Sewed back together. You stitch a tongue. It's it's stitched. Yes, they put the stitched tongue back on the daily, on the back page of the telly. I didn't see that. No, I chose not to look at it again. I'm like, I just don't. I'm done with the tongue. Oh, they stitch. They stitch that bitch, and he's going to be playing this week apparently. Of course he is. He's a warrior. He's a fucking warrior. Does this surprise anyone? Well, he's an eagle. He's an eagle, Tom. <laughs> he's an eagle. Now I don't know if the eagles have two tongues traditionally. No, no. This would be the first two-tunged eagle I've seen. Have to be. First two-tongue seal. Yes, that's true. Reach out, any of you. Uh, what's the term for animal? Ornithologist, aviary. Well, birds. A, a bird. Ornithologist. Ornithologist. I think that's it. Ornithologist. How, tell you how I know that. Because Piers Brosnan was posing as an ornithologist in Die Another Day when he bedded Halle Berry. Really? Yeah. And he has that famous line. Our Piers. Our Piers. Our Piers. Tom and I's peers. You're probably more of a Daniel Craig, Craig man. man, aren't you? 
That's all right, Tiwa. Yeah. For your Bond? Not a big Bond fan. Okay. That's interesting. I guess you do. You obviously didn't watch Die Another Day when it came out. And Halle Berry looking as hot as you can look. But he was an ornithologist and he said that line where he's like, there's nothing to see until morning. Not less. Not. Not out there anyway. And then bang, they, they're bang. in the bed and he's he's doing God's work. Yeah. Getting fed cherries and shit. Oh, or fruit. There was like, there was strawberries. I can't remember the fruit, but he was getting fed. Do all the fruit, but he was getting fed fruit. But he was an ornithologist. Hallie feeding the fruit to him? Of course. Now, was she regurgitating it like a bird? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. I think she was. She cut it with a knife, which she was like had it on a person because she's badass. Of course. And then puts it in her mouth and then feeds yeah, it to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pierce loved it. And then, well, it's an ornithologist. And then he rolled her over, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Of yeah. course I know what you mean. Yeah, Pierce the ornithologist. Yes. So, are yeah. we. Hashtag our bond. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag our bond. So, yeah. Am I on board with ornithologists? Yeah. You sure as shit as I. <laughs> sure as shit I am. Um, now, also, we got to pour some out for uh, Brendo. Yeah. Brendan Elliott. Look, Brendan was brave. Brave all season. Brave all season. Uh, a season of uh, brave performances. Yeah. Brave performances. You throw him in anywhere and he just he just, tr- he just tries his ass off. And he off. just tries. He just tries and he tries and he tries and he won't stop trying, Tom, which is what I like about him. Mm. Now, we'll pour out a bit of beer for him. Yeah. Don't know if we've got... Have we got any... No, we don't have any left, but we can, we can give... Metaphorically, a, though. You know. Yeah. No, I'm just saying we don't have any fresh ones, but happy to give you some of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately, we can't provide you any but we will pour out some for you. Yes, that's right. Now, Ruben Garrick, back to fullback. Fine. Tell you what, Ruben's haircut was fast. But I wanted to say this, Tom. I wanted to say this. And if I can speak to you directly here. I'd like you to. Why Why did we trade Albert Hoppawati or, or trade him tr- just for the season to the Warriors when it's like, I shouldn't this be a time where we're, we're blood and young superstars, throbbers on the rise? Yes. Now I'm. Doesn't I, this strike you as the time that that should be done? Yes, potentially. Uh, I was actually wondering whether we'd kind of go, listen, we're going to need Albert back because we just lost Brendo. Yeah, yeah, we need him back. Hmm. We need him back now. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I don't know why you wouldn't play him. Because you've heard the rumours. That he's an absolute out now. Yeah, he's yeah. out now. He's absolutely out now. Yeah, the best of the hoppers. I've heard I've heard Ben Dravojevic is absolutely out yeah. now as well. Top of the hops and top of the turbos. Now, I would like to see, Tom... Now that we're two, well, f- two wins outside the eight, throw you, you know, caution, chance, of the wind. caution of the wind, and just and have a crack. Because right now we got to win five of the last six. Now, granted, you know what, we're playing beaters, but you know what that is? That's caution of the wind football. Yes, it is. Fuck it, footy, Eddie. I That's believe. fuck it, footy. Yeah. Time is not. Yes, we need to start throwing around nut. Yes, and Let chance it, in our arm, letting the nut sing, and then by the time Tommy comes back, then everyone's singing. Mate, all we need to do is to get ourselves in a position to make the finals then when Tommy's back we can win the comp, we win we're, the comp. we're back yeah. but I, from where I'm sitting the only way that is achieved is fuck it football yes. net the, let the nuts sing yep. stuff yeah 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 yeah, because yeah. look our forwards now you know it's a Dior because I'm also a little bit skittish on the details but I don't think we're that decimated in the forwards no Tapao was out Fanua Blake I out, think was out Fanua Blake's still in the reserve list for this week but Marty's back Paseca is every bit of giant individual, a yep. big, thick throbber. Imagine, Two try assists, 100 plus metres. Imagine sitting down for a feed with Paseca and Adam Fanua Blake and Marty. Like, who's feeding those boys? I mean, I don't know. They'd be, they'd be getting through a lot, though. Uh, so I don't know if it's about. So I don't know. I, I agree we could blood some throbbers in the back. Cade Cust try. I mean, Cade Cust fucking, what, a dollar one for the Dally M? 
Oh my god! Or should what, be. If you didn't see Cade Cuss try, do yourself a favor and go watch it. Just just for the sake of good, honest, hardworking, rugby pure league rugby league football. But I mean, Tom and I have been saying it all season. He's an out and out footballer, and if that doesn't prove it, nothing, nothing. Well, if if, will. if you don't, if it doesn't prove it to you, then you don't know your rugby league football. Well, imagine you're blind. You're blind. Blind as a bat. <laughs> um. But I think maybe look. I mean, so look. Congratulations to, uh, congratulations Newcastle. to, to Newcastle. You know. Sure, you know a brave win against a, a, a depleted, depleted side. side. Yeah, wow! You just scraped out of win with really? an eleven with an eleven four penalty count. Yeah. With an eleven four penalty count. Tom. Really like your chances, Newcastle. Just because you've been attacking our line and we're defending like men going into battle, while Joel Thompson bleeds yeah. out. Like you can't just start throwing out penalties there. Like no. oh no, nah, penalty. No no no, no no. We're, we're defending and we're back out 10 and we're fucking putting our heart and soul in it. Don't stop blowing the whistle, mate. Yeah. Tell you Give what. Me the shit. Tell you what. I mean, I'm not saying that I have Eddie because, I, I mean, but I'm not saying there is a hit out on, was it Ashley Klein? I don't know who it was, but I'm not let's saying. Let's say it was. Let's say it was Ashley Klein. I'm not saying he didn't fear for his life or anything. I mean, that's just despicable stuff. Mm. But I am saying he should just, you know, move around like a you know, pairs of, you know, have a friend with him. Have a uh, look. This I wouldn't drive anywhere. No, I wouldn't like to open my car door and hop in and turn the key. Check your brakes. Yeah, check your brakes. If you drive, if you if you have to, but I'd be walking somewhere. I'd be walking. Under the cover of nights. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, probably walk with a friend. Yeah, a big friend. Mm. Something that you need to pay to protect you. Yes, that sort of friend. Get some security. Yeah, get security because that eleven to four penalty count is disgrace. Yeah. Now. Tom and I aren't in the business of hiring him, man. We're not. No, we're not. So it's we not us threatening you. But we do hear things. Yeah. And we heard that maybe there is a chance that you are in trouble. They're going to come and take your shoes and your whistle. That's what I heard. They're not trying to kill you or nothing. I just hear no, that no. they want, they're coming for your shoes. They're rolling you for your shoes and, and your whistle. And your whistle. The most important things in your life. That's it. A referee without his whistle is fucked. It's like stealing a knight's sword. Put it this way. Have you ever seen a referee without shoes on? Or whistle? Never. How, how have, you gonna, you? have you? Have you? Have you? No, never. How are you going to control a game without a whistle, Eddie? Or shoes? <laughs> try try control. Just what? Uh, penalty. Penalty. Another penalty. Tom, take, put it this way. Take away their whistle. Take away their identity. That's so, it. Yeah. yeah. Who are you without the whistle, yeah. Klein, if it was you? <laughs> No one. I hope they haven't got their referees confused. Those clients going to be unnecessarily well, look, targeted. The, the they're client, all the same, though. They're all the same. Get and one, get all of them. Get one. Sending get a message is basically what we're trying to do. Well, it's like the it's like the mafia. They they knock off your brothers and your sisters and your parents and your cousins first. Because send a still, message. Yeah, we, but we still need you because yeah. we need you to ref games. Yeah, yeah. But we're just telling you that if you don't start doing it properly, we're coming for the whistle. Yeah, we're coming hard and fast. Hard and fast. Yeah. So uh, look, congratulations to Manly. Just, I mean, congratulations because they're brave. Yeah. And they play good, honest, tough football. Yeah. The football I like to watch. None of that crappy, fancy shit. You know what I mean? That two-point stuff. I don't like it. No, no, no. I don't we'll like that None of that will take the two. No, no, no. I don't like that. None of that will take the two stuff. No. None of that top eight stuff. I no. like the I like, I like grubby bottom eight football. Bottom Tom. eight fucking That's footy. what I like. Yeah. It's fucking footy. It's it's brash. It's carefree Exciting. down there. Exciting. It is. And it's people having a crack. Turn yeah. it up going, fuck it. Playing basically for the, for the, for the, for the spirit of rugby league. Playing for the love of the game yeah playing for the love of, that's what you find in the bottom eight mm. good honest hard-working yeah. rugby league football it's, it's, bottom eight footy gets people into the into the stands that's what puts bums on seats yeah 
Mate, you all think it's top four footy, this and that. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. The lifeblood get... of the game is bottom eight football. Let's get to the end of our sets and kick to the corner. Let's roll it into the in-goal, get a repeat set. Fuck that bullshit. Nah, nah. Chance your arm. Yeah. Risk a seven-tackle set. Risk a seven-tackle set. Risk a knock-on. Yes. Throw a three-man cutout when you got four tackles to go. Go for the one-on-one strip with three blokes in the tackle. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Drop goal 15 minutes left he in the might, game. He might miss it. Yeah, who gives they a fuck? Who gives a what fuck? What if he gets it, though, Eddie? Chip and chase, Tom. Please. Chip and chase. Bottom eight footy. Come on. Chip and chase. We don't see enough of it anymore. Did you, you, see, did you see the Tigers play the Bulldogs? Beautiful rugby league. Bottom eight. That's bottom eight football. Bums on seats. That would have been the highest rating game of the round, was it? Had to be. Shout out, I don't know if we've mentioned this, shout out to John Holland, who have gone the big lift, Tom, and are now building the stadium, SFS, rebuilding it. Because oh, I really? was I was worried for a time that we weren't going to see another fucking stadium. Well, that's there. what it seemed like. And that those pricks at Landlease had walked in there and knocked it down and fucked off. But John Holland, who's obviously a rugby league man, Tom, yep. prepared to build it. Really? Which I'm loving. Obviously going to make it make a nice chunk of changes, John. John's... Not an idiot. No. There's money in it for John, yeah. but there's football, Tom, in it for you and I and the punter and well, the dribbler. Well, I'm dribble. sure PVL probably had a word in his ear as well. Oh, shit, yeah. Because there's nothing better than getting blind and rolling into a game and then rolling back out again, is there? No, it's fantastic. Pounding we the pubs. We need a better... Get on the blower. Yeah, we need a... <laughs> <laughs> um, moving right along. The Brisbane Broncos continue. I, I think we can start with Seabold just because it was that was kind of what we were talking about last week. Obviously, all the WhatsApp rumors. Yep. We said on this podcast as much last week that if you believe them, you're you're a you're a bit of a you're easy to wall pull if you're believing the the Seabold WhatsApp rumors. There's been plenty before. There'll probably be plenty again. But there was very little in the way of like. You can tell by the way that they're written that because they get more and more absurd, right? I yes. think, and I think half the gag probably is. How's people it? trying to one-up the, the the previous message, right? So yes. they get more and more ridiculous. But even the first ones you can tell because it's always some sort of like innocuous relation to how they know. Or yes. my cousin's brother is working. Yeah, he's fucking, in there really close. He works at News Corp and he's a he's on yeah. the board. There's yeah. always something like that. Yeah. And I'm hearing this and this is linked to this and the journos are sitting on it because of this. Like, all this crap. It's basically just like you can say whatever you want to explain your story to make it seem believable. Yeah. But they're the hallmarks of a WhatsApp dribble. A WhatsApp I just find it funny that so many P's and D's buy into it wholeheartedly. The amount of people sending it to us going, what about this one? I'm like, no. What do you reckon about this one? No, dude. Is it? Is that the easiest thing possibly of all time to do? To wall pull a dribbler? Oh, fuck yeah, that's the easiest thing in the world. To, to whip up dribblers. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you can whip up dribblers with a wool pull very easily. <laughs> so easy. Mate, they are very The easy. more outrageous, the better. The more will, believable they yeah. all, it almost becomes. We'll say this. Don't share them on the P's and D's page. Well, We, we had to keep knocking them off because they get fucking, like, as in, they're, they're dark, some of them. Well, look, they and are. And it's defamatory. Well, that's it. That's that's where we need to start. Look, they're most of them are joke. A lot of them... We're fucking pretty heinous stuff, but they can't be in the group punters and dribblers because we can't be seen to be housing them. No, you're getting shit for that. No, well you could. You they're, could. Well, I'm not saying you would. No, but you could. Yeah. And when you're top of the heap, they're they're finding they're, they're coming for you. They're, they're looking to, for any little fucking angle to, to get try us. And what cancel us? We've been up here for so long. We know the ways of the world. Yeah. That's why we kept knocking them off. Because yeah. mate, people going, oh, you delete them. It's like, yeah, dude. 
no, we aren't going to have this fucking WhatsApp rumor about Seabold. And if you and and, all, and or, can I also say if you weren't sent them, it's because you're a loser and you've got no mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, how did you like, not get? How sent did you things? not get sent them? The, the people, who who does anyone got them for me? It's like, dude, if you don't have them, then then you're not in a you're not in a blokes group. No, that's you're not it. in one. You're not in a chat group. You're not in a chat group. And if you are, well, this- you don't have a phone. <laughs> You literally don't have access. You could to be the old. Internet. Look, if you're old school and you're a 3315 guy and you log into your computer every night with a dial up and you live in your mum's basement, dun, 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 and I get that. Yeah. I, I understand then that maybe you wouldn't have seen them. But you go to Reddit or something. You yeah, know what I mean? but don't not not on the P's and D's page. P's and D's. But Seabold. Well, but apparently he's well. Apparently he's to that. They're saying that like the that they reckon they're going to be out, able to out who started it. And apparently it's, like, it's someone who's like close to the setup or something. Prominent rugby league. Now, do you believe who who also has now closed all their social yes. media accounts? For, okay, so we got to work out who do we think that would be, and that's without starting vicious rumors. Like, really, who would that be? Would it be a fucking someone who's got obviously beef with Seabold? But then, how can they really catch him? Can I put my 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 tin foil hat on? Please, Is, would that be all right? I'd love for you to. I'd like to put it on. Yeah, I think that it is a. Uh, a tactic of the lawyers and the police involved to make it stop. We're getting close to whoever started it. There is no fucking way they would have. The, they, they wouldn't. Have, how would they do it? How? What? They're gonna go. Who'd you get it from? And then who'd you get it from? And then who? No fucking way. Well, I'm wondering whether the like no what the laws are around like mate. They, mate, they need to beg, borrow, and steal to get information off the telcos for terrorism shit, not for Seabold. What about social media? Like from Facebook and all that jazz. Yeah, but that's not where it started. It all no, starts in WhatsApp. It was they're all WhatsApp messages. Mm. You're right. I rec- I that's my inkling. I think it's a tactic. WhatsApp's to make it also stop. encrypted, bruh, so you can't get it. Do you in. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's one way to go, oh shit, better bloody delete them or like just chill out. When mm. they start threatening that crap, people go they wig out a little bit. Yeah. But to say that they're closing in, I reckon's rough. Twenty four hours before they work out who it is. Nah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. That's no. just me. No. But Seabold... He's b- I feel sorry for him. They're saying he, pro- he might get, he might not return. Now, I was thinking to myself, surely they've just got to wrap this thing up, right? I think we just bow it and fuck it off. I don't even know if a bow is quite right for this situation. Bow it. I think you just I don't kick think, it I don't out the back of the car. I don't know if you moving. bow it. I think you just wrap it up in a carpet. Wrap it up in a carpet and just push it out Throw it off a dam or something. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Let's find like a high bridge on a highway and just. Yeah, or maybe just, maybe just rent a dinghy. And just quietly float out the heads, Tom. Yeah. Well, he's Wrap in Brisbane. Cup. Do we sink him in the brown snake? Put it in the brown snake. They never find it. It's no. too murky. The muddy's too water. So it's too brown. The water's too muddy, right? Yeah. Carpet, chains, fucking get Cinder rid of the blocks. body. Thanks for coming. Mate, there's no murder without without a body, right? And we're not That's saying to say. kill Seabold, just kill the whole thing. No, kill the kill the kill the vibe. Yeah. Kill the kill, kill the, the Seabold coaching. Fucking shit fight. Yes. Kill that. Yeah. Put that in a bag and, and sink it. And if Seabold's involved, whatever. Well, whatever. Don't kill him personally. Don't, kill him. No, no, no. Kill yes. him as a coach. Yes. Kill him as a coach. Now, I think that needs to happen sooner rather than later. I don't know why, what we're waiting for. Poor old Mary, who was just, you know, St. George were playing all right football. Mary's been playing all right football for seven years at that club. No, no. But long I'm, beyond but, his fucking years. Yeah, but what I'm age. saying is that compared to the Seabold Broncos yes. fucking situation. Yes. They're not even comparable. No. You could have waited to the end of the season going, right, Mary, thanks for the seven years. See you later. Right? 
But Seabold, like, what are we doing? No, I don't what know. are we waiting for? Well, it's for? all about the cash, isn't it? It's all about the the, the payout. Um, but Pangai Junior, we spoke about him last week, where it was like, you know, obviously going to the the, the barbers. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. He went for a trim. Tom. He went for a trim with his bikey mates, and then got caught up in a police raid, which can happen to anyone. Mm. Seems to happen a lot in rugby league, but like can happen to anyone, right? That's an honest mistake. But then when he went and had an interview with the NRL, because it also turned out that like a bunch of Broncos players broke protocols. Yeah, when, but they were they just gone. They just went to the, they went to the pub for, or some they shit. They went to the pub for but a feed, I think. Tavita sacked by the Broncos and then called into the NRL to be like, yo, what the fuck? And then apparently, Dave, do you have the article on Fox Sports where it was like, yeah, I've he got breached a fuckload more protocols like that, that came out in the inter- in the interview with the NRL. All these other things that he'd broken came out, and then he was like, and I can't promise I won't do it again. Yeah, they're like, what? yeah. They're, they're... Tavita said that. <laughs> what? He breached five protocols. He owned up to all of them and said, "There's no guarantee that I'm not going to do it again." Did is there? Do, a follow- but do we have a list is of what a, they were? They didn't specify statement? which. Nah. They didn't specify. They didn't specify that's, what protocols. That's it, annoying. Are there follow-up statements to him saying, "I can't promise I won't do it again"? Or is it like because of why? Like why we can we can you not promise you won't do it again? There was no reasoning behind it. He just said, "I can't promise you anything." What? Because I'm not going to be there anymore. He just said, um, "Well, the only quotes I've got here is from the governing body about what he said, because I don't know if the record of the actual hearing is released." But they said, "I can't believe when he got in." interviewed by the integrity unit he said that he had not just breached the biosecurity five times but also said he couldn't guarantee that he wouldn't do it again <laughs> apparently tavita was really cut about that he would called up polite as begging like apparently what that came out he goes that's not true he was very upset about it oh yeah he was upset saying like i wasn't bad mouthing the broncos you're like come on bro yeah you were we all are yeah of course we are and now that we hear that he's fucking prepared to you know breach again yeah. as it were jesus and Christ. then apparently he's lawyering up and the broncos are like bro we have so much recourse to sack you have they officially sacked him yet i thought they had but then it was like i don't think they officially official. have i thought they'd maybe stood him down indefinitely and the nrl God. said he can't play for the rest of the year so and then i think thomas flegler from the broncos matt lodges out for the season uh thomas flegler needs a shoulder rico five months Milford's out injured. Payne Haas suspended for three weeks. Jake Turpin's out injured, I think, or Mil- suspended. Yeah, Milford's back this week. They dropped Brody Croft. Dropped Brody Croft. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you know, the reason that we keep badgering on about all this, Tom, is that we're quite enjoying what's happening north of the border. Yes. From a holistic standpoint of from a, the from Broncos. a no from a like rivalry standpoint. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. Like uh, New South Wales versus Queensland sort of situation. Correct. We haven't forgotten about the eight in a row. No, obviously we it hurt us to our core. Yeah, it did. Are we taking cheap shots now? Yes. You you bet your last dollar we are. That's exactly what we're doing. All three Queensland teams could finish, I think, in the bottom three places of the table, like well, in some crazy world. Well, mate, had Bulldogs got that win? Know, had they got that win? Had they got well, that I win? Well, I actually blame their halfback, Jack Cogger, who's probably already been blamed by fucking all of the fans on social media, which probably isn't fair, but he took it. He was playing bottom eight footy and took a drop goal <laughs> when they were in front by six, <laughs> and he took it uh, with 10 minutes to go. And it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You just almost just get tackled, right? Just get tackled down there and like the fucking right on their line. Mm. He's gone for a drop goal, missed it. Yeah. Sprayed it, goes dead, seven tackle set, Joey Lay Lewis scores in the corner. And then 
Luke Brooks smacks a field goal to win it. You're just like, that's just that's bottom. That's eight bottom footy. eight footy. Bottom that is eight. that's bottom eight footy. Yeah, fun to watch though. It was really fun to watch. Fun to watch. He made a game of it. That's for it's sure. It's fun to watch. It is fun it's to watch. Fun to watch. Good stuff. Um, what was it you were saying about the the opera house? Oh, let me get the numbers right, Tom. I think that's important. So punters and dribblers found this interesting and wanted to get your thoughts, Tom. The Opera House, apparently, in all their fucking might and wisdom, trying to throw their dick around, as it were, want to start charging teams that have the Opera House in their logo. Even if it's subtle, like the Roosters logo has the Opera House in the hand, or the Roosters... Tail. uh, Is it the tail? Or Or the head, yeah. I think it's the... the the cockle doodle thing, right? <laughs> Is that the right word? I think that's. I think that's what it's called. Pretty sure that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go with that, right? Yeah. Fifty grand as a sort of well, like we own in perpetuity the, or just like a per well, year. I think it, I think it would be a per season thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Isn't that outrageous? Yeah, it is outrageous. And listen, the Opera House, iconic. I get you got to look after your brand a little bit. I but no, but really? Well, dude, when it's I, what I find funny is how isn't the Opera House for the city? Yeah, like for Sydney, dude. for Australia, isn't it? You know what I mean? When we made that web series a while back, yeah. Streets of Sydney, shout out. Yeah, um, we had in our initial logo for that again, tiny ass web series on YouTube that no one fucking watched, and it was like a tiny little logo, Streets of Sydney, and then just the Opera House, mm. and within. Fucking two hours of having that even online, we got a fucking email, a cease and desist from the opera house saying you can't use this, and if you don't take it down, we're gonna fucking we're gonna like sue you. We were like, uh, say no more, bro. We do not need that shit, and just fucked it up. But we're like, how'd you even find this? Like, is there some sort of like what is there an image search thing? Some sort of program they're running? There must be. That have to be. What else could it be? I was impressed. Or maybe they like your work. It fucking wasn't around long enough for them. I mean, I'm sure they like the work, Eddie, but like it wasn't around long enough. But I just, th- I just thought that that was a little bit fucking ridiculous, right? Like the Roosters logo, for example, the cockadoodle do. If we're calling it that, yes, it's not, it's not 100 definitely the Sydney Opera House. Like you've got to look pretty hard, right? Yeah, yeah you do. The one on the Swans jersey, it's sort of cut into the Swan a little bit. But again, you've got to really look for it. It's not like. Where the Sydney Opera House swans. Does the Opera House get government money? So it does actually just shut the fuck up and just like like what these are just teams like in Sydney representing the city. That's but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I thought that if you lived in Sydney, you represented Sydney, you should be allowed to to rep the skyline. Mm. Don't you think? Yeah, no, dude, I do. I don't know why it is that they are such Is all a roo? Tight ass. Is all a roo off limits? Um, I wouldn't say it's off limits, but maybe, Eddie, if I was to just use my 2020 hat for a second, which is not a nice hat to wear, unfortunately. Uh, maybe the all usage of Uluru, because it's a well, firstly it's naturally occurring, so I don't know if you can own it, but um, maybe that would be considered a bastardization or inappropriate use or commercialization of a cultural landmark. Potentially, potentially. Look, we're not going to get into the legalities around. Certainly I'm just saying. Not. What's off limits? What can you do? What, I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't know. But I, uh, I just didn't like it. That's no, all I'm saying. I get you. It's, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh-huh. A very bad taste. Let's fuck the Opera House. We should almost put the Opera House in our podcast tile and see how quickly they hit us up. Hide it in there. Try hide it, the Opera House in... Let's try hide it in there somewhere. So if we get... um, 
Michael who made this just to try and hide the opera house in our logo somewhere and see how long we can get away with it for. Yeah, hundred percent. See if they say anything. Maybe put it on. Maybe put it on the uh, on my, on the the middle of my. Or put it in like one of our eyes. Yeah. So like white out the eye, and then just have like and the have black bl- have black as the opera house. Yeah, in your eyes, yeah. you can you can have opera house eyes. Well, I only need one. One, one opera, house, opera house. We'll talk to Michael. Punters and dribblers, leave it with us. We'll yeah. see what we can do. See what we can do there. We're fighting back. Finger of the man stuff. Yeah. Pissed off. Not happy. But I also wanted to say just to our friends at the Sydney Roosters, Sydney Swans, whoever else is using the Opera House currently, if you don't want to pay the 50, if you don't want to pay the 50, we'd be happy to give you the chair. You can put the Hello Sport you chair. You can put in. the chair on your logo. We, I mean, are we allowing that to go on the top of the cockadoodle do? For twenty grand. Oh yeah, so we'll undercut them. <laughs> Our prize. Wait, wait, we're we're a Sydney landmark. <laughs> yeah, we're a Sydney. We're a, we're Icon. an institution, mate. We're an institution. Icon of the city. So it's, I'm just putting it out there. Twenty five grand, yep. half price. Yeah. Cheapest chips. Hello Sport logo in yours. Yeah. I like it. Good for us. Good for you. Good for everyone. Good for the games, individually games. And listen, I know we talk about shit about AFL. We're happy to have you rep our. Yeah. We we don't want anything from you except no. money. Um. Okay, was there anything else in rugby league? The only other thing was like the Telstra thing. Did you know that, Dave? Or was that Eddie? Or I knew that. Well, it was so... It was, Eddie, uh, it was Dave. I believe Telstra, in some sort of their licensing sponsorship deal with the NRL, uh, came to a part or are now just negotiating another part which says that no other telecommunications brands can advertise officially with the NRL, which meant that Warriors were basically robbed of their sponsorship and they're one or two million dollars a year or whatever so the warriors getting. who are already like completely fucked have to now find a new jersey sponsor good lord like, i didn't even know telstra were involved the telstra premiership oh, of course <laughs> <laughs> but that's how little i care yeah or well, i know i know but they're the major naming rights sponsor well yeah oi shout out to you telstra yeah. i didn't even know yeah but i all, forgot yeah but also, i forgot like, Fuck, man, the Warriors have been sponsored by Vodafone for that long. For that long? The Vodafone Warriors? They're also, as far as a team to get upset about, like, never won a comp, only been in two grand finals, not looking like they're going to win one anytime soon. Like, also, go on the big lift for your fucking, for the for the, the sport you're the naming rights of. Maybe just fucking relax for a second. This is a bad time to do it. If you yeah. were going to do it, why would you do it while they're down and they're yeah. hurting and they've been living out of Terrigal and living out of suitcases for four months to keep the comp that you're the major sponsor of alive? Yeah. Otherwise, there is no comp for you to sponsor. How the fuck do you decide now's the time to do it? Who's sitting around in a room, Tom? Some fucking board meeting full of wankers sitting there <laughs> going, Oi, who can we fuck today? Yeah. Who like who's on the chopping block for us to bend over and rim today? <laughs> Cause we're already fucking everyone with our bloody, you know, our, our data usage charges. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're already stinging people thirty well, bucks bloody for an extra left, right, gig. And yeah, exactly. Oh, you've gone over your twenty five gig, which you've never gone over in your life, mm. but since we've got you on the twenty five gig a month, yeah. now you're suddenly using thirty gigs. It's yeah. like I haven't changed what I'm using, yeah. bruh. How am I now using thirty gigs? Listen. And then they just go, well, look, sorry, sir, but it's not our problem. And yes, we will keep charging you 35 extra dollars yeah. for a single gig for every gig you're over your 30 gigs or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Oh, you know how you went overseas and you said that you had your uh, your data roaming off? Well, we reckon it was on. Yeah, it was on. It was definitely on. It was definitely on US 25 grand. 
<laughs> I'm telling you right now, it was on. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, but it was on. And yeah, you know how texting's free and calls are free and everything's free now domestically, but your bills keep going up. Mm. You're paying like 150 bucks a month now. Yeah, yeah. That's not our fault. No, that's not our fault. Oh no, it's the handsets actually. The handsets more expensive. Are. No, the handsets. Oh, we're actually only doing 36 month contracts now. I know you were doing 24 and yeah. you'd actually gotten a habit of that. Now we got 36 mm. and you got to pay more a month. Yeah. Well, why the fuck have we got to do that? Well, because we want you to be locked in for longer. Yeah, yeah. And we also want your phone to die, which it will, oh, so we die. can sell you on another one. What's it? Planned obsolescence? That- yeah, that's it. Planned obsolescence. It's there. It, it, it's it, right it there. Exists. Mate, my phone is out of like, I'm due for a new one, right? So I'm obviously canvassing my potential suitors. Yes, of course. But and quite, and quite the suitor. Oh, mate, I've had a few suitors in my time. But they uh, the phones absolutely started to shit the bed about a month out from my thing going. Like, mm. it, it, was, it was one of those ones where it was like, oh, it, it turned off. Mm. And then now it's turned back on and it's got to load for like 45 minutes to turn on. Mm. And everything's wigging out and the button's like, it doesn't swipe normally and this and that. And you're like, these motherfuckers. Why do they make things last anymore, mate? Because what, that was the problem. It's like, oh dude, I got this guy to buy a fridge and now he doesn't need a fridge anymore. Yeah. I need this fridge to shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't sell one fridge to one bloke every 30 years. I need to sell them every two years. I need to sell a lot more fridges than that. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I'm in the fridge business, I'm in right? The fridge game. And I need to move fridges. I'm not in the business of you having a fridge that lasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the business of you buying fridges. I'm in the business of selling fridges. I'm a fridge. I need you to be a fridge connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I sell fridges for a living. Yes. I don't... I don't... Provide quality fridges. For <laughs> That's what I do. That's not, I'm not about providing quality fridges. That's what I do. I'm about selling shit. But back to Telstra, for them to sit around during COVID and go, we're going to try and fuck the Warriors now. Tank water. Well, I mean. Suspicious timing. Suspicious timing. Disgusting timing. I will say this in the Warriors' favour. Main jersey sponsor, if it can't be Vodafone, could this be the perfect time to get Are you talking about like a silver lining sort of thing, Tom? I'm always thinking silver lining. Silver lining's playbook. Great movie. Jennifer Lawrence, one of us, you know, I mean, Oscar winning Very role. sexy. Very sexy. Very... Bradley Cooper, really phenomenal performance. Brad, yeah, Bradley, yeah, I mean, Bradley, he, he wears a Jennifer, bag for half the time. He's, he's he looks a bloody garbage bag and he's still looks bag and he's hot. Robert De Niro, one of the performances of his life, well, apparently used a lot of family experience in the role. Well, I mean, Robert turns up and, Robert, and Robert Robert's turns Robert. Up. Robert turns up. Robert's, Robert's Robert. uh, the, you know the, the Cameron Smith of acting. In terms that's right. Of, you know. That's right. That's right. So but silver lining. Silver lining <laughs> is P's and D's. If Telstra are in the business of bending people over, in this case the Warriors. Yes. From where I'm sitting, I think Bushman's. If I'm if I'm sitting around the Bushman's boardroom, Tom. Yep. I'm going okay. We don't fuck people at Bushman's. No. We help people out. Yeah. We make love to them. Yeah, we make love to them. That's what we do at Bushman's tanks. Yeah. We fuck you good. <laughs> Bushmans. Bushmans. We fuck, we fuck you, you good. good. Yeah, love it. That's what needs to be on the front of the jersey. Exactly. With a nice, beautiful, I would say it's got to be a corrugated iron. But obviously, that you know, if they're not, if they're maybe selling your poly tank look, more. I, look, I mean, I'm not, okay. If Bushmans are coming to the Vodafone Warriors Valet in their time of need, then I'm I'm a, I'm going to allow polyester on the yeah. on the on the on the shirt. Not Tom. polyester. No poly. Just I don't know what the long word is. It's, so it's I, definitely it's, it's definitely not polyester. No, it's not polyester. It's Maybe definitely not polypropylene. Poly. We'll go with we'll poly. Go with poly. 
I'm going to allow Polly on the front, but I'm not happy about it. No. Because I'm a corrugated iron kind of guy. Yes. And the more weathered, the better. Exactly. If Dom Bradman, Dom Bradman plied his trade up against the corrugated iron tank. If, there's, if I can see potential that there may be a hole here or there for a, for a rat or a squirrel or a, or a possum to sort of slip in and, and, and unfortunately drown and produce the nectar of the gods that we know as tank, tank, tank water, water yeah. then I'm allowing it. Yes. That's what I want to see on the front, but... It's up to Bushman's. It is up to Bushman's there. That's all. I don't, I don't call the shots. I'm not on the board. No, we're not. Obviously, we're at consultants. But that's it. That's it. Nothing else going on there. So, fuck you, Telstra. Fuck you, Telstra. Bushman's, Bushman's this is this a tremendous opportunity for you guys. Do what's right. Yeah. Do what's right. Yeah, I think so. But uh, Telstra have, uh, they've kind of realized what they've done. They've backpedaled. They've seen the outroar from the fans. <laughs> they've put a statement uh, out about an hour ago. They go, what? After the, what? Oh, he is like, tingling. Yeah, hot yeah, hot yeah. They have are they bugged this room? <laughs> they go, while our naming rights sponsorship is a big investment from us in the game and should be protected in the long term, now is not the time to be taking money out of the sport. Just as we've extended our sponsorships that were due to expire for twelve months to support our partners, the Warriors have our support to extend their existing sponsorship to. Why Which was, was this was allowed no to get to this there. point where you needed to even say this? You fucking idiots. It's the dumbest... You got ca- you got caught... Being pricks. Trying to fuck someone. Yes. In a bad way. In a way that wasn't wanted. No. In a, it, you, and, and you got caught out. You got caught. And now you're trying to backpedal. Now you're backpedaling. But the fact that they're... This is the problem with the world, bro. And this is why when you've got... The you and this is going to sound very you know, let me smoke some cones rhetoric. Yeah, but it's like love it. when the people who like when the the mindset of the person who strives for that sort of real corporate fucking capitalist shit. Yeah, capitalist pig stuff. Capitalist pig stuff. Mm. I think Climb that, the ladder ruthlessly. ruthlessly no kids. No, that's it. Kill people. Do, eat people's hearts. Doesn't shit. matter who you tread on to get to where you want to go. Yeah ethics out the fucking window it's like they're the people that end up becoming the top of these companies yeah so like, you have to you have to be the most got, ruthless that's the way the system is yeah. so you're just getting you're really constantly gonna get fucked by people like this whether it's them trying to fuck the tank water warriors who are the most honest hard-working team in the nrl this year in the middle of a fucking <laughs> pandemic eddie these absolute capitalist pigs <laughs> trying to fuck the warriors you don't think they're fucking us as well they're fucking everyone and yeah. any of these companies are all fucking everyone and How when are we that, ever going to get out of this cycle? I don't dude? know. Because the, because the ruthless pigs are who get to the top. That's it. The ones that fuck do the fucking, unfortunately. And people like us are left, bent over, getting fucked. Fucking just getting, paying 30 bucks a gig. We won't go back into it. <laughs> We're bloody furious over here. Now, they've backpedaled. Thank God. There's some bloody sense in the world. That's, again... But my fear, Tom, is... My fear, Tom, is for the common man, the man that doesn't have the sort of voice that can be rallied up like the Warriors can. Mm. Great team, great club, great people. But for the everyday man mm. who doesn't have a voice. All that's what that's what the podcast is for, exactly. really. Exactly. Well, Give it a voice to those who don't have one. Yep. Voice to the voiceless. Voice to the voiceless. Uh, so, Come along with us. We're here to help. I mean, with that in mind, obviously, would... Telstra, if you've got a good deal for me on a handset and a, you know, some sort of increased data limit. Look, if you're in the business of sponsoring podcasts as well. Hey, listen. Returns are huge. Look, we're all part of the Capitals game. What are you talking about? <laughs> look, we'll play along. We can be pigs too. <laughs>
Just write those checks, baby. Hey, if I'll the, be, if the be, money's right, Telstra, yeah, yeah. we'll be pigs. I'll be a dirty little pig. Yeah, you know, don't you worry. I'll yeah. oink for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to oink? I'll oink. <laughs> write those checks. Keep writing those checks and I'll Keep oink. the checks. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, it might sound like completely opposite to everything we just spoke yeah. about. But yeah, but I could be a little oinker. I could be a little piglet <laughs> for you, Telstra. <laughs> The podcast this week is brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. And with that in mind, I was just interested to know how your pubes were looking. They're ready to go. Ready to go. They've got to go off. Oh, they haven't, you haven't lobbed them off yet? No. How long's it been? It's probably been, I would say, I would say it's been at least two months, three months, I would say. Three months? Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. I'm in. I'm in need. You look like Robin Williams when he's uh, comes back out of Jumanji after like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Or cast or cast away. Cast away. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. The it's good cast news, away rhetoric. The good news there is punish dribblers and you specifically, Eddie, and your Robin Williams pubes. Uh, Manscaped just launched in Australia. Now, Eddie, you've just said you've gone months without using any tools on your hog, but mm. certainly not the right tools when you do it. Well, the last time I, I think that's probably why I've been putting it off so long, Tom. I didn't have the right tools for the job. And now you do. And now I do. What, have you, what did you use? Well, I was just using a regulation trimmer. Right. One that wasn't up to the rigors and, and the delicacies of the nut sack. It was kind of, I, I imagine, especially with your sort of steel wool pubes, mm. there is a need for you to be able to elegantly dance your way around the shaft and the mm. sack, but yeah. also something with the, the teeth mm. and the grunt. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I ne- I, it needs to it needs to have the the delicacy of a ballerina, but the grunt of a front row forward of a front row forward. Well, Eddie Manscaped has spent the last eighteen months perfecting what, from all reports, is the greatest ball trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower Three So this is their third generation trimmer, and it features cutting edge ceramic blade technology, which is meant to reduce manscaping accidents. And by accidents, obviously, I mean drawing blood. And when I tell you it's premium, Eddie, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take the time required to get to shaving. Now, I'm sort of... I'm usually a shower guy. Like, how, is, Am I going to have any problems in the water, Tom? I'm glad you asked, Eddie. No, you're not going to have any problems in the water because this bad boy or girl is water-resistant technology. So you can groom in the shower. You know, like when you get a haircut, sometimes mm. I like to wash your hair before yeah, yeah. and then comb it and trim yeah. it and comb it and trim it. Yeah. The lawnmower 3.0, mm. shower work, you can comb and trim and comb and buzz and comb and trim. Mm. You know, get a real nice, neat, tight trim. Well, that's what I need. But I'll tell you what, like, if this, if this feature's available, then sign me up now. Mm. Because last time I was, you know, tending to things. Uh, lights went out. The blackout. lights went out. Lights went out. Like full blown blackout. Full blown blackout. Cut my shaft. Now, Dude. is there anything that would alleviate such issues? Something like a like a light. Maybe like a well, like if it had a light on it or something. Like a like a, an LED light. Yeah, Eddie, you're in luck. <laughs> One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trim. That's what I need. Now, that's what I need. That's good for blackouts, but it's also good just for like any time. Yeah. Well, just poor lighting. Well, when you're when you're taking care of like what's down there and the cracks and the crevices, you know, this thing's like you know Everest in terms of the amount of shafts and things that you know you can fall down a hole and never be seen again. Mm. With the light, you can see where you're going, what you're doing. Well, you know that's when you need LED. That's Am I it. wrong? No, you're right. 
Um, Eddie, you'd also be interested to know uh, that they've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I like the sound of that. And again, with steel wool, I need every single one of those RPMs. That's right, bruh. That's what I'm telling you. If you're listening to us, punters, dribblers, if you're listening to us speak right now, then what we're about to tell you is an absolute no-brainer. You can get 20% off plus free shipping on a lawnmower 3.0 by going to manscaped.com and putting in the code DRIBBLER. Plenty did it last week. I assume plenty more will do it this week. This is the deal of a lifetime. There's uh, Proctor, but still no result. <laughs> oh, yeah. Proctor bit Johnson. Johnson says he bit him. Johnson then says he didn't bite him. Proctor said he didn't bite him. Going to the judiciary. Some saying it's just a nip. Some saying it's just a nibble. The thing, the the funny thing for me about it was Johnson's weird cryptic fucking Instagram post. He's like, "This isn't an apology, but it sort of is." And I swear he bit me, but. You know, I'm not sure, but I swear he did. And then, but on the field, he I thought he did. But yeah, now but I don't then, think he did. Yeah, and what? And like, and was I trying to maybe get a penalty? Yeah, like, was you know, I squeezing him tight around the neck? Maybe. I think Johnson just realised he fucking his reaction got his mate in trouble. Yeah, yeah, and he definitely wanted a penalty. Mm. That's fine though. I get that. You're playing the game. Excuse me. Um, and look, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a bite, but. It was also like not him clamping down on him. Shay J's fist was in his like mouth, you know. Well, I mean, what's a bite then? A bite for me is a, a munch. Yeah, you got to chomp. Well, you like I'm going to inflict. Well, it's also like a bit like just like a yeah a warning. Like is, oh, uh, uh. that's a little bit playful, isn't it? That's yeah, a that's it a four nibble? play. Was it just a couple of mates being a bit cute? That, yeah, that isn't that full though. I like, think it I is. Know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, like a little nibble on the ear sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, getting choked, yeah. choking and yeah, biting choking. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, sounds hot. Yeah, it sounds hot as fuck. Now that I think about it, a couple it. of huge, thick Maori we boys, friends, couple of mates, friends, Maoris, hot and sweaty, yeah. choking and biting. And that, maybe but look, yelling. Maybe screaming. it all came. Maybe it all came back, flooding back. The memories came flooding back, and Kevin's like, oh, default. Oh. Nibble, 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 nibble. Grade four fucking hot boys. That's what he's going to get charged with. <laughs> Grade four giving me a boner. Grade four salacious yeah. charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. Grade four nibble. <laughs> You've been charged with a nibble. Um, but that is surely, for Have fuck's sake, be. has to be. Rugby league. God save us. So much dribble. Do you all, can I have some of that vape? Yeah, bro. You hot boy. There was uh, one thing that came out in the Proctor Johnson thing just now is that they're both going to be fined for basically giving a public plea before the judiciary hearing. So because they've both come out and Johnson said, oh, I think it might not have been on purpose or it was on purpose. And because Proctor uh, was interviewed for some Courier Mail article where he said, I'm going to fight to the death to prove I didn't bite it. That's basically giving your plea before you've seen the judiciary. So they're going to get fined for that anyway. Oh, so you can't say anything before the judiciary. Yeah. Interesting. Makes sense. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Gordy said he would have bit him harder. Yeah. On Triple M. <laughs> really? I would have bit him harder. Mal said that Kevin Proctor was fighting, fighting for, for his, his life. life. I love rugby league hyperbole, dude. It is just the best. <laughs> fighting for his life? Yeah. 
Holy shit, man. Kevin was dying on the field. Yeah, yeah. He was dying. Dude, he, was ta- just... he, was, he was taking Tom his last breath. Yes. And according again, to Big Mao. Well, I think, again, and if you take it back to that sexual thing, it's like most pleasure is on the precipice of death. Think of David Carradine, Michael Hutchins, as fixie wanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Push the limits. Yeah, you push Where the limits. Where is the limit? Well, Where is the edge? It, it's just before death, and then yeah. you come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I that's, think this is all bloody it's BDSM. BDSM stuff. It's BDSM stuff. This is on-field BDSM passing yeah. dribblers making yeah. a mistake. And they've just been there. Look, they can weave it into a game, and we don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do, but well, we, well, the punter and the dribbler are only, ha- only once we illuminate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, punters and dribblers, as, as we are all Australian... Most, I am. Most, you are. You, yeah, we all are Australian. Are There's Australian. a couple of poms that listen. And, and yeah, but you know what? They're. I'm talking to Australian. I'm, t- well. I'm talking to Australian. Everyone's Australian, dude. We all quite enjoy, and I'm talking broadly here, a same game multi. I love a same game because we multi. we dream Tom of the big time. Yes, we dream of early retirement. We dream of 250k in the in the bank account. Golf streams. Golf streams. Sometimes if you're feeling a little bit conservative, it might be a three grand pay out you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. but we've all got blokes in there for two tries you know we've got i've got Adam i Fennell, honestly I've don't got Adam bet Fennell, any other way i've got adding for blake in there for two or more you yeah. know i've got first try scores into yeah. two or more into you know overs and unders and fucking ups and downs and twos and fros yes right? we'd love it it's good fun now the ga- uh the gambling commission or the ant the lobby the anti-lobby or whoever it is the people that don't like gambling yeah, basically yeah. the people that took away our bonus bets did they take away bonus bets? You remember when you used to be able to sign up with a bookie and they'd give you 500 bucks? Oh, yeah, yeah, And it yeah. was field day stuff yeah. and you would just skip through meadows of cash? <laughs> those pricks. What those fucking bastards? What have they done to us? Oh, they'll let the pokies are fine. Yeah. Killing families, taking money and food off hardworking Australian tables. But what, I can't fucking, I can't skip through meadows of cash? That's what they've done to us, yeah, Tom. Taking away our livelihood, and they haven't stopped. They've set, they've set their fixtures, their bloody sights rather, on our same game multis. Now this is now this is how they're trying to sell it, right? Pappenhausen apparently. Now I, I can't speak for Pappenhausen, but and I don't want to misquote him. But apparently was getting upset when people will inbox him apparently with death threats because he didn't. He was there, the missing fucking try scorer in their same game multi that would have paid out fifty grand. Or he, he was the reason they lost in Supercoach. Yeah, right. Right? And the the lobby, people that are anti-cash, mm. Tom, Meadows of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. think that that should be reason enough for players to be able to opt out of same-game multis. So to reduce the risk of death threats, same-game multi-related death threats, players should be allowed to opt out of having themselves involved in a same-game multi. So Pappenhausen's like, I don't want to be involved in same-game multis because I don't want to get fucking death threats. You'll now, get death threats if you aren't allowed to be involved in a same-game multi and you Pap- three tries. But Pappenhausen, of all people, who, who's, a fu- who's a, prodigious. Tough. Yes. He's, he's prodigious and scores tries for a living and yes. he's a fullback. You will get more death threats if you don't opt in, bro. Yes, exactly. Opt in. But also, like, that's just such a... But also such an unrealistic fucking thing. But also, I wanted to say this. Like, mate, if some fired up punters had 50 rums and he was and he was yipping and yahoo and he thought he was going to be 300 grand richer and you didn't score a try and he sends some drunk text to your inbox, like... Well, listen, no, I, I'm going to play... But it's you. not serious, like... 
No, but how do you know? Because there'd be some that are. Or there'd be some guys. Do you going, reckon? Well, there'd be some guys going, "Fuck you, you fucking loser," and all this shit. And you're like, I mean, that but wouldn't. But be equally, nice but equally, they would do that if you dropped the ball and your team lost, right? Like, yeah, correct. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying it's all. It's pretty, not a same game, multi only situation no, exactly. we're dealing with. No, is no, my no point. exactly. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a, you know, a dogs fan and. Dallin with tennis and, and no, and Jack Cogger goes for a fucking drop goal with ten to go and fucks it. Yeah, well, check his inbox. Wouldn't have been nice, right? It'd be horrible. So I think it's all fucked up. It's bad that you know the players are getting inboxed death threats. Yes, and all that is. shit. That's not on. That's not good. But if you take away same game multis, that will increase death threats. Yes, you got to deal with the fucking death threats, not the same game multis. Bro. No, no, the same game multis aren't the death threat. The death threat is the dumb dribbler who sent it. Exactly. Dribblers are dumb people. Mm. Most of them. Most of them. Not all of them. Not all of them, but most of them can get fired up and get very lippy and confident. Dutch courage after a couple of rums. And mm. by a couple, I mean 50. I'm talking I'm talking a whole brick. A rum. whole brick of rum and an, un, an unchecked sort of like their friends aren't pulling them up on their behavior. They'll inbox anyone. Yeah. So I think more than anything, we're speaking directly to dribblers. Here. Yeah, we are. And we're saying... Stop sending fucked up inboxes to people. Don't, if you send... If you DM shit talk to players, you're a fucking absolute gimp. An absolute gimp. Out and out. You're an out and out gimp. Um, and if by some... If you get same game multi Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you get them cancelled, it's on you, yeah. bruh. But I'll be burning places down if our same game multis are taken away. From right us. there, that's it's. What's it's, the point in betting at that point? It's a Thursday night. It's a Friday night. It's it's camaraderie. It's good fun. It's great. And I dream, Tom, of the day where I can slide into my group chats and go, "Can I just leave this here? I'm just going to leave this thing here for you." Oi, you, you see this fifteen grand same game multi? Mm. This this seven Thank legger. You this so seven much. legger that just came off. Thank yeah, I'm so going to leave it right here. Thank you so. Leave it right here. So uh, save the save game, same game multi-passer yeah. dribblers by playing your role. Well, but also like betting companies are such big stakeholders in the game. They put, they put so much money into apparently, it. Apparently, the, apparently same game multis have, has just been the biggest game changer. Yeah. Because they always love that speculative long odds shit. That's why, you know, when Origin rolls around every year, it's got first try. Try and pick the first try score on, on every paper in the country because yeah. no one ever does. They have it on the front page of the Herald. That's exactly the right. The front cover. That's what I'm saying. But same game multis is like that every week because people are just seeing that cash, baby. I'm all about dem odds, bro. Love it. Love dem. Bet responsibly. Bet well, gamble responsibly. But like, but uh, and I'm gamble also, with your head, not over it. Uh, correct. Bet with your head, not over it. Yeah. Live within your means. Yeah. But what I would be interested to know is, of the entire betting population, how many people, uh, like, his life is falling apart as a result? And I'm not saying that because I'm like, obviously that's bad, but it's the same with booze. It's the same with Red Bulls. It's the same with, buddy, you know, whatever. Well, mate, I think... I Food. Think, I think... Same with sugar. Same with darts. Last, uh, last stat I read on this topic, Australia's the highest gamblers per capita in the world. Mm. 85% of that pokies. 85%. That's huge. Of that is pokey. So let's deal with the issue. But also what I mean is just how much of a problem and how much of it is me having a cheeky this or a cheeky that on a... Less pokey is more same game Five legs, same game multi, all try scorers, Adam Fenua Blake two at least. Yeah. Two or three tries. Two or three. Three if you're really feeling... Adam Fenua Blake three tries plus. Yeah. If you're feeling gluttonous. Yeah. Which I am. 
The thing is, I don't need to increase. You're the, in a diet. So I've got more gluts. I don't need to increase the amount of money I'm putting on. I just need to add legs. <laughs> yeah. That's how you make money. That's how you make money. Bet less. More legs. more legs. Infinite legs. I want this bed to be like a centipede. The same game multi is actually a good thing in that we we people are betting less money now. Yes. They're adding legs. I'm adding legs, taking I'll, money down. I'll take a zero off and add a leg in. Yes. Well, I'll add five or six legs in. Because <laughs> I'll have a couple of zeros at the end of the day. I want my my SGMs to be all legs. Yeah, all legs. Low baby. on low on outlay. Yeah. Lots large on legs. Yeah. That's how you bet, baby. Yeah. Low on outlay, large on legs. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> that's made me want to punt. Fuck, how good were the Storm on Thursday? I don't know if you guys watched. Dude, they were good. They were good. I mean, you're playing against the Roosters side with no one. but Yeah, but we also had next to no one. Yeah, you, that's true. You did have next to no one, but you also... I guess, like, I mean, the Roosters are fucked, actually. Yeah. It was, like, it was opposite because we had, like, no one in our spine, pretty much. And they had their spine, but they had no one around it. They yeah, but in fairness, your spine, you still had Hughes and Pappenhausen. And Pappenhausen is now an elite fullback. Yeah, but we did lose, like, yeah, he is. We lost, like, 600 games of experience. And then, like, yes. Brandon Smith was our most experienced in the spine. But it's going to be fucking tough this week against the Eels. Brandon Smith, dude, you'll shit, you'll shit all over the Eels. Yeah, no Fanukin this week. Huge, yeah, he's out yeah. for six weeks. That's yeah. the because like your forwards as well. Have your forwards been pretty much untouched in the injury stakes? Are they pretty good apart pretty from much. Smith? Cam oh, Smith? Bromwich had a few weeks out. Right, but currently, yeah. right, like you're pretty much full strength. Yeah, uh, apart minus from Cam Dale Smith. and Cam Smith. Yeah, yeah, right. So Dale could be because Dale's like one of those engine room guys where yeah. you're like he, you may not realize how much you need him yeah. to like hold up the middle. Mm. He is a middle forward, is yeah. he not? Um, but. Yeah I, yeah, I think you're going to beat the piss out of the Eels. I hope so. I don't know. It's Eels too... are weak as fuck. And yeah. I know, like, like, I mean, full respect to Manly, but we beat them and we had nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they lost to the fucking Dragons, mm. dude. The Dragons? And they're meant to be a top, what, they're top four side, the Eels? Yeah, they're coming third. Yeah, yeah, you're a top four side, you lose to the Dragons, you're a beat of fuck. Yeah. If you're in the bottom eight and you lose to the Dragons, it's like, well, it's bottom eight footy. Um, but the amount of injuries the Roosters have is just ridiculous. And their injuries actually make you sick because you see how much... Mate, did you see the, the, the team they could have... Rolled out. They can roll out with their injuries? Yeah. It's outrageous. It's disgusting. It's absolutely outrageous. Would like to take this opportunity to shout out Nat Butcher for mm. having the hottest misses in the NRL. Is she? Who? I don't know her name. I just happened to cross uh, her on Instagram... Jai Arrow is obviously single now. Jai Arrow's single. Um, I still think Jai Arrow's ex-misses is probably the hottest wag to have entered the game of rugby league. I could be wrong, but I'm just sort of, you know, going off the cuff here. But Nat Butcher's misso, who I believe from the uh, dioring I did today, mm. they're engaged. Very mm. young love. Okay. She is, like, fucking hot. Like, Victoria's Secret model hot in the sense of going, like, that's what she looks like. Do you know what I mean? Like Victoria's Secret models, I don't even think are the hottest type of woman on earth, but they are gorgeous. But they're kind of like stunning. She's got like the same face in half her photos. Wow! Though. Great smile, huge smile. Really, that's premiership a... winning smile. Uh, infectious? Is that the yeah, right? Yeah, no, word? I think so. What's I... her name? Harmony Bell. Nat Butcher going the big list. Harmony Bell. That's a bloody name. Harmony Bell. Look at Nat here. 
Nat's a premiership winning rugby league player. He's now engaged to this Victoria's Secret model. Like, life couldn't be better for Nat. Nat's doing really well. Nat's killing it. Good on you, Nat. Shout out to Nat. Shout out to Nat and the Roosters for having just an obscene amount of talent in their club. Be soon, Nat. Be soon, Nat. That hammer from, oh, yeah. from the Cowboys, Tabuai Fado, whatever his name is, he is so fast. I think he's now the fastest ever on an NRL field since they've been taking speeds. 40 kilometers he clock, got clocked at. Fuck off. The Did he was, clock the 40? He clocked 40. Next was That's Josh Adokar. stuff. Next was Josh Adokar at like 38.5. Dude, the way he runs, like in terms of like an economy of movement, mm. he looks like a glitch-free game just floating across the ground and gaining speed at every, like just constantly. Like, you know, like those silent trains where you like, like the bullet trains. Like how yeah, fucking yeah. fast does this thing go? Yeah, because they're like, they're, they're basically, they're hovering, aren't they? Yeah. Like on magnets and shit. It's like getting quicker and quicker and quicker. That's what he's like. Magnets. Magnets in the shoes. Yeah. He's so fucking fast. Love that. Shout out to the hammer. Yeah, just so the so there was the new like rugby uh what's it what is it basically? It's it's a broadcast package they're offering around to broadcasters, I guess. Oh yes. What's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Dale in front of the show put that in punters and dribblers. Yes. We missed it last week. Right. So we got Bledisloe Cup. Series, obviously. Rugby Championship, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Argentina. Uh, the State of Union Series, which is their take on State of Origin. Love it. So, basically, based on where they were born or played their junior rugby. Would New watch. Wales, Queensland. Would watch. Would yeah. watch. Um, Super 8 Series, which is a crossover comp at the end of the domestic Super Rugby competition, which will include uh, the top two teams from South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, a team from Japan, and possibly a team from South America in a five-week competition. I um, love it except for the Japan and South America teams. I'd just be like, just fucking stop making it so confusing. Yep, I uh, guess it's only eight teams, though. So that's maybe a little bit more consumable. And I guess it'll be like... I don't mind, I don't mind that, that that's what they've done. At five weeks at the end of the year... Are they running out of time to do all this stuff? I like the concept, yeah. though. It's like sort of Champions League-y football yeah, but not played throughout the season because you can't really because it's rugby and you can't play midweek. No. But I don't mind it. I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. And again, that goes so it goes back to what we're talking about, sort of just domestic comps. Yes. Then... So the domestic comp would just be the domestic Australian teams. Yeah, so that's what they've got going now. As well as that, there's going to be a national club rugby championship, which is the best, basically, the winners of all the club rugbies. Don't they already do that? I think they do like the winner of New South Wales. Or am I getting that? I might get. I might be getting confused with Queensland Cup and New South Wales. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they they definitely do that. I think there might be like a friendly game or something between the winners. But I think this, from what it sounds like, this is going to be maybe the top two or three from From all the. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Are are the like are the Western Australian and Victorian club sides considered strong? Probably not, but you'd probably you'd, it. Maybe it's more your Queensland and New South Wales. Oh, that's and definitely ACT. that's what we're talking Queensland, about. Queensland, New South Wales, ACT rugby sides, and if there's maybe again like they're doing, maybe one or two from Perth or yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't mind that. I like it. I like that. They're, they're thinking. They they're starting have. to think. I don't know if this is Phil Kearns and the boys and all the the, the signatories, former captains and World Cup. Well, winners. these are the sort of ideas you knock up over lunch. Over a lunch, yeah, yeah. and a couple of you know. This is where red, of red bulls and red yeah, get yeah. you. Yeah, red bulls and red. Uh, anything else? Uh, there's just this, obviously the state comps, so Shoot Shield and the Queensland Premier Rugby. And they've also said showcase series of the best schoolboy rugby. Yes. Showcase school series? Rugby. Showcase series of the best schoolboy rugby. 
Okay, so the best action from the week, is that what it would be? Well, I think so, or maybe... I'd like to see Schoolboy yeah. Rugby back on screen. Yes, dude, like one game a week. Love that. Schoolboy Rugby is fun to watch. It it's is fast to and watch, it's free-flowing and it's, it's entertaining. And they chance their arm. They'll see, run from, you, the, they'll run from like, their inside their own tent. Dude, you think about it, like there are 18-year-olds playing rugby league and rugby union at the highest level. And then there are some that are just maybe then they're, they're going to make it at some point. Like mm. You think about uh, at Scott's, there was Crichton was in the fucking team. Cam Murray was playing for Newington. And then obviously a shitload of other people. But like... Well, Suwali's at Kings, is he not? Suwali, exactly. Like you're going to see... There are like the, these schools spend money getting these throbbers to come in. Although I believe Crichton and Maddox, who plays for the Waratahs, they were just born and bred. Um, but like you know, it's just a bit of fun. You get to see you know a couple of people. It's come pretty through. professional now, mate. Yes, schoolboy rugby is no joke. No, no joke. Get it on the screens, mate. I'd fucking watch it. I'd There's watch nothing it. else on. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, love just, that. Even if it is just one game a week, it's not like you need to burn all your money trying to broadcast fucking games. No. One game a week, pick the game of the round or like the biggest matchup from the Whatever the biggest matchup match is, take down some scaffolding, throw some cameras up, film the bastard. You don't need all the cameras and all the whiz get bang stuff. You know how easy it is to film shit these days? Yeah. And it's going to be on the ABC or something like that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, love it, love it. So that's what they're shoving around to broadcasters, as in this is what we'll give you. Yep. We'll give, we'll give all of it. That's a pretty good package. That's a pretty good package. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Whether or not they'd want to film all of it, I don't know. Well, you'd like to think so. You'd like to think Put so. Put that on. Yeah, I'd watch that. Fox Sports Rugby Channel. Yes. I would with all that. that. With all of that. That's more content than you get in almost anywhere. That'd bring subscribers back, wouldn't it? Surely. You'd think it'd have to bring some. It'd have to be good. So it'd probably have to come back and then it's like a bit of a word of mouth. Like, dude, did you see this? Let's get, oh, look, look at this but I think there. that's more enticing than just Super Rugby. 100%. Because just Super Rugby wasn't doing it for me. No, it wasn't. But that no. would. I like that. Yes, I like it. And um, if you're doing that State of the Union thing, make sure it doesn't look like the Waratahs are playing the Reds. Make sure that doesn't... It needs to look different. It needs to look different, it needs yes. to look. It needs to look like I'm watching State of Origin, but State of Union. That's yes. what I need to be watching. Yes. I can't be watching Reds, Waratahs, because that Basically, would annoy me. they need to orchestrate a fat stink early on. That's how I... They need to go out there throwing yeah. and raking each yeah. other. You know what I mean? You need to orchestrate a real Are you on the ground? Well, enjoy my studs in your neck. Yes. That's what it. That's what needs. We to need happen. someone Joel Thompson. Yeah, in the scrum throwing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. almost. They should almost sit them down. Like Kearns and the boys should go. This is what you do. No one set, set the benchmark early. Yeah. The first game has got to be all punch on. No suspensions. We promise. No, and no one will get sent off. No. Put the like. Whistle in your pocket, ref. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because... And allow allow players from overseas to come back and compete in it. I would say this, and I think I could comfortably speak on behalf of all rugby union fans. Yes, you That could. I think we'd all like the whistle to just stay in the fucking pocket for once, right? Correct. The amount of red cards for fuck all in rugby union is a disgrace. And I think that if you started with State of the Union where there's there's biffos and there's raking and people are getting... Shoulder charges, late hits. Late hits. And the whistle's in the pocket. You go, holy shit, it'll get people talking around the water coolers again, Tom. Yes, it will. Set... The foundations, mate. That's how Origin did it. And listen, Origin in rugby league has now outlawed punching, but that's okay. You can get to that point, but you start by. Yeah, but allowing... when do they outlaw it? After twenty years, exactly. longer. Exactly. It's had to send the foundation. Now yeah. the foundations are entrenched. They've got to at least for the first couple. Let biffs happen. Let biffs happen. Let let you know grubby shit go yeah, on. Exactly. Um, 
I don't mind it. Now, I will say this before we finish Rugby Union, which has been quite a long one there for Rugby Union. There's talk of Dave Rennie, who is a Kiwi sleeper again. Mm. He's like not guaranteeing Michael Hooper his position as captain of the Wallabies. Who the fuck else are you going to pick, Dave? Michael Hooper is the only person picked in every single game first. He's the first you pick. I don't know who. I'd like to hear some other candidates. Who else? Because I can't think of any. Hasn't, what, hasn't, hasn't Michael paid his dues? I, I like Michael's led with a plum. That's what I'm saying. He's the only one turning up every week. Hard on the sleeve. Yeah. Mate. Playing good, hard on his footy. He's played 100 tests. I think he's only 28 years old. I think that's a disgrace. Yeah, it's Show just, some respect. Yeah. If he, if he doesn't give it to Michael Hooper, I tell you what. Is that just is is that is that Riots. Dave is that Dave doing his best to drum up some 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 print some yeah or some stories in like newspapers? Stamp his authority on the team. It's like, dude, come on, come on, mate, don't be another sleeper. We can't. I'm just, we're I can't do with another sleeper, Dave. We did it. How, how many years were you ever sleeper for? We Eight? had Robbie Dean's the dark years, and then we had uh, you know Ray Lane Castle in there. Some more dark years. Sleeper, sleeper, sleeper. It's, it's enough. Yeah. Enough's enough. Enough. Give enough. Michael a C and shut up. All right. Dribble dribbles. Yeah. Daddy's tired. Yeah, hey there, punters and dribblers. Um, look, just a, I thought I'd ring in Monday um, evening around, what time is it, 9.20? Uh, I was driving back home and thought, you know what, I'll pop into, um, pop into McDonald's just for a little, you know, just something cheeky just to, um, you know, fill the stomach up you know, when I get home. QP. Absolute game changer when you get a chicken and cheese. Like, obviously, this so is going in. All those uh, punters and dribblers out there. But, like, I mean, mate, the stupidity of him um, saying that steam buns is free on a steam just bun. like I'm the rub and tug I paid for extra for. Yeah. But also, like, one, the yeah. fact that, like, there is a type of person in the world who is comfortable to call up a podcast, no matter how dribble and yarny we are, and... Talk about getting jacked off by a 55-year-old. And comparing it to the chicken and cheese he had as a snack because he had steamed buns, mm. which he'd heard about on, a, on some sort of fucking McDonald's blog he reads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who, what, are you, what, what are you reading? Yeah, and it's like he sounded he sounded over 40, which is probably the most he concerning. Sounded, he sounded old, bro. He, he sounded, sounded really middle-aged. That was disturbing. That was gross. And now I won't have a chicken and cheese from McDonald's because I'm going to think of this guy getting jerked off every time. Mate, I won't be able. You've ruined steam buns for me. Yeah, you've ruined steam buns I'm, for me. I'm going to imagine this. You know who you are. Yeah, you've ruined, you've ruined steam buns. That dribble was so heinous. You've ruined steam buns. Punish dribbles. You may be hearing this bit of it because I don't know, but what we just witnessed or what we just had to hear was a 55 to 60 year old man talking about paying for rub and tugs and comparing it to steam McDonald's buns. <laughs> Which I will now never be able to eat. G'day, P's and D's. Dribble My favourite. Uh, it's the Gimp from Pulp Fiction here. Uh, back for another try. Uh, I listened to uh, this, this last week's um, podcast from the boys. Good stuff. Although, at the end, um, I was struck that you boys were saying that some of my dribbles were a little bit controversial to be publicly aired. Um I, look, I you know I was sort of racking my brain which which dribble it might have been that that you deemed as inappropriate. Um, and I, probably all of them. I, know, I guess it could have been a few of them, but probably uh, might have been when I outed my mate publicly for having uh, an oversized foreskin big enough to double as a sleeping bag. Um, 
But I'd, I'd actually ask you boys to reconsider that particular dribble and post it um, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, New South Wales, as you saw, has, has recently uh, loosened its, its defamation laws. Um, but second, and probably more importantly, um, it's a public health announcement. Um, that thing could have your eye out. Uh, but look, I'll, I'll digress. I'm happy to tone it down a little bit. Um, if it means I can get uh, get my five minutes of fame, uh, you know, shift down a gear from first gear to neutral, as it were, in my Holden Barina sedan. Um, so look, in the uh, in light of toning it down, let me just ask a simple question to the boys: uh, What's your favourite NRL-based activity to pass the time at high school? Yeah, thanks for asking what mine was. It's uh, NRL Hangman. Essentially, the aim of the game is you get a bunch of mates, if you have them, uh, in an ex- economy, uh, economics class was usually where I like to play my NRL hangman. Uh, and you try and stump your mates with uh, really obscure Mr. Nobodies from NRL, um, you know, like, a, like a Glenn Buttress um, or Jason Clark um, or someone or a player with a you know, really difficult to spell name like a Feca Paliasina um, or a, uh, you know, a Stacey Jones. Uh, shout out to Burmo's dad there, uh, 12th man, Jack. Um, but yeah, I used to love that game. Um, I was very hard to beat. Um, not in a masturbatory sense. Um, you know, I was, I was a virgin back then. Um, still am, for that matter. Uh, but also very hard to beat uh, from an NRL hangman perspective because I watched a lot of rugby league on a Saturday night while I was at high school. Um, very hard to beat. Uh, beers soon. Goodbye. Okay. Gim from Pulp Fiction. There he is. There he is. In the flesh. He made it on. Uh, did I play NRL Hangman ever? No. No, did Never did. Would Never I did. win? Probably. I mean, obscure rugby league names. It's obviously just Hangman, but with rugby league names. Yeah, right? but obscure rugby league players I like. I like that. Right, you know, like... Because that at least makes it difficult. Uh, Dean Treister comes to mind. Fucking throw out Dean. Respect to Dean Treister. <laughs> Respect to Dean. You know that what I mean? Stum- Is anyone getting Dean Treister? I mean, you know, I think some probably would. I'm probably almost... Dean probably better than I remember, maybe. But because it was so young... Mm. Dean probably, you know, might even be offended by that. Vic uh, Morrow. Vic Morrow. Well, we know Vic. We know Vic well. But Actually, I just, well, I feel bad for saying that. I've kissed Vic's fucking premiership. Yeah, ring. I know, but Vic knows. <laughs> I think Vic knew when he rocked I think Vic probably knows where he sits in the yeah. rugby league landscape, right? But Vic knows that I've kissed his, his oh, finger. Of course he knows you've kissed his ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he loved it, too. Well, he did love it. Vic was actually a great bloke. Happy to yarn. Probably because he knows of his, ex- well, of he's his a, obscurity. Yeah, he's an everyman. Yeah. He won a premiership, but he's yeah. an everyman. That's right. Vic Morrow, shout out to him. Um, I don't know what else you want me to do with that. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Andrew Everingham. Well, I think Everingham would have got... I think people would have got that. Well, think... well, what are they getting? Like, actually, I don't even know how that works. Or do I just say a random fucking name? No, you just, go, you just go E's. A's. 
You know, you do you, know, you remember how to play Hangman? No, not really, actually. Now that I think oh, about it, I've just been saying random names. So you don't know how to play Hangman. I don't so remember how to play Hangman. You've got an absolutely no. I've idea got what, no context. I'm flying you, blind. You don't know what we're talking about. No, I know that's the guy hanging. Well, no. So there will be like a let's man say, hangs. Well, so like let's go Vic Morrow. That's probably off the top of my head, like four, seven letters, right? Maybe. So there would be like three, and then four letters and then you'd be like okay eyes and if there's an eye they put the eye in Got and if you get yeah. one wrong then you start to draw the hangman if that if the man hangs you now lost. i remember now i remember yeah okay yep. cool yeah i don't reckon you'd get andrew everingham ease a lot of ease doesn't mean a's. doesn't mean you'd get him you got to remember andrew everingham for you to fuck for it to make sense right like yeah okay sure look i mean we don't know for sure though do we no, i we might don't. get it you might I'm going to go E-V-E-R-I-N-G. Well, I've said E twice. But H-I-M. You know I mean. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, anyway, look, thank you very much, Gim from Pulp Fiction. Thanks, mate. We, uh, Me and my mates actually had a good game we used to play in high school. We used to try get like as many players onto the back of other players' names as we could. So it started out with Wonga Blake when he first joined. We were like, oh, like Cesar Wonga and like Blake Ferguson. Okay. And then we kind of just stretched out. We tried to see who we could get on, you know, like... Latrell, Mitchell, Moses, Sully, Asi, Vunavar, Luke Brooks. Holy just shit. Going I like to see how that. Could you say that one again? The, the longest one we had, I think, let me try to get it all. It was Latrell, Mitchell, Moses, Sully, Asi, Vunavar, Luke, Lewis, Brown. And that was the best we could okay. come up with. I like that. I like that. You could go Luke, Brooks, Kepka. There you go. Except that that's... I mean, Brooks not a rugby league man, but like, well, I get, but I get your point. Yeah, I get your. You point. see where I'm going? Though, I do. Right? You get that part. You get this part. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with it now. I like Dave's one though. Yeah, we prefer Dave's. Not well, yeah, because, because Dave's is using many rugby league names. It's also a creative way to go about it. But Kim from Pulp, full respect. Cheers, bro. I, I would ask that you keep your dribbles under five minutes moving forward. Hello, Mr. Tom, and hello, Mr. Eddie. I am Prajal, or as they call me, PJD. And I am fucking angry about the situation that the Brisbane Broncos are fucking in. I have been a fucking Broncos supporter for fucking five years now. Fucking five years. And in this time frame, Mr. Bennett has shown us the way. This is, is this a fake accent? I don't know. There is aggression and there is some direction. But this, this seaboard motherfucker, this seaboard motherfucker has proven that Broncos do not, do not have what it takes at this current strength. There is no aggression. There is no, the there is no timing. It is You're right. And I am fucking I mean, angry. What would be the point? Well, dribblers are weird though, right? Like, it's a good accent if it is. It seems pretty I real. Hope we have a fucking plan. Because I see, I see in the future that hopefully this collapse and this team is going to be something more than this fucking shit show <laughs> that I see on a fucking daily basis, on a fucking weekly basis. And this season... Has just been shit. Please, I want something more. Mr. Tom, Mr. Eddie, thank you very much for giving me very good content on a weekly basis. But to these Broncos, fuck you. <laughs> for giving me shit content 
on a fucking weekly basis. One more chance. One more chance. And if you don't succeed, Mr. BJD, you're fucking coming for Mr. BJD, okay? Mr. Pajetti. Mr. Pajetti. Damn, dude. That's passion. That is passion. Shout out to Mr. Pajetti. Forgive us for thinking that it may not have been a real... Uh, that you may not have been real, Mr. Pajetti. Look, it, I think we're coming from a place of we we listen you know, to once, once bitten twice shy. Yeah, sort we, of li- thing. we listen to a lot of dribbles that you haven't. Yeah, that don't get aired. Yeah, and people are capable of some fucked up shit. Mr. Pajetti, I'm <laughs> I'm prepared to back you in, bruh. Oh yeah, I like your passion. I like your rage. But he also, Mr. Pajetti, seems to know his rugby league. He does. He's a proud rugby league man. Type. And he, and that sounded like he got as much out of that dribble as we did in the sense that he needed to vent. Yeah, yeah, that's a vent. That's a cut and dry vent, and that's what the dribbler hotline's for. It venting. is. I'm just glad Mr. Bajetti's found a, a home amongst the gum trees, metaphorically, in yeah. terms of on the podcast, yeah, being yeah. the gum trees. Well, we're the gum trees. We are the gum trees. And he's found the home here. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? No, Mr. I'm, I'm actually a big fan I'm of Mr. Bajetti. Huge Mr. Bajetti fan. <laughs> huge. Keep calling in with that sort of rhetoric. Yeah. Loved it. And we're saving that. That's going in the archives. Yep, saved. Mr. Bajetti. I'd also, if you're a Broncos player, keep one eye open when you yeah, sleep. Because yeah. yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bajetti's coming for you if you don't win. Yeah, yeah, he said as much. Yeah. He said as much. And he also called us Mr. Tom and Mr. Reddy, which I think will stick. <laughs> I could get used to being called that. Well, I think so, because it's about respecting your... Uh... Well, your gum tree owners. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, well, your gum trees. Are we the gum trees? Of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Strength. Yeah, you know, like stability, stability. Uh, also rooted pro- into the into the earth, but providing yeah, giving shade, giving gum leaves, gum leaves, and a home for birds and koalas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and sugar gliders. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bajetti, love it. Mr. Bajetti, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hey, Tom and Eddie, it's Shino here. Greetings to the punters and the dribblers. Second time dribbler here. My first call I called up regarding the Jai Opatea and Tyson Fury super fight that was to be. He's no Mr. Bajetti, is he? Sold, which did not happen. I can't. Now we've got Tim Zhu, who's fighting a national They're treasure. They're all compared to Mr. Bajetti now. Yeah, I yeah. My, my, I've paused this dribbler. Like, my entire world now is coloured yeah. by my experiences of Mr. Bajetti. My, my, my palate has matured. Yes, and I now want Mr. Bajetti dribbles. <laughs> this guy... Who I'm going to give the time. I'll give it to him. But I'm just trying to get over Mr. Bajetti and what he's offered. Yeah. Which was gold. Hey, Tom and Eddie. It's Shino here. Shino. Greetings to the punters and the dribblers. Yeah. Second time dribbler here. My first call I called up regarding the Jai Opatea and Tyson Fury super fight that was to be, which Women's Weekly sold, which did not happen. Now we've got Tim Zhu, who's fighting our national treasure, and Captain and Nagu 13. The reason I'm calling, though, is because... What happened here? This is your last chance, bro. ...the VHSB podcast. And I came across one coincidentally today, which sings the praises for Ben Mendelsohn, the Prince of Australian Acting. Love Ben. Obviously the Big King fan. of Reserve for Rusty and Mr. Mel D.U.I. Gibson. The reason I'm calling was because, funnily enough, last night the Mitho dragged me along to see the Australian new movie Baby Teeth. Now, I'm not too sure if either of you have seen it. No. But fuck me, is that a tearjerker. 
Shout out to the Camorra Orphan for having tissues on standby. Great place to watch it. ABC starred Eliza Scanlon, up and coming throbber. She was in Little Women, and uh, boy, is she good. It also stars our favourite Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. And that bloke, gee, he can act. Fucking He's really pulling at the heartstrings. He can act your dick off. Oh, he will. And will. Yeah. Not the TV series. No. But the movie Animal Kingdom 2010. Yeah. Meets My Sister's Keeper. Shout out to Freshville. Amazing. But the waterworks flowing. But the reason I'm calling is because God knows the dribbler and the dribblers love a bounce-out rom-com. But sometimes the dribblers need a dribble and the men need to cry. Correct. So I'm wondering what your boys' favourite tearjerkers are. Great And, question. you know, what are the movies that make you uh, make you well up inside and, and run a couple of tears on the side of your cheeks? One well, of my, uh, my most notable and uh, uh, entertaining kind of tearjerkers, I guess, is Ride Like a Girl. The Michelle Payne story. Jeez, if you've seen that and Stevie plays himself, oh, that's a roller coaster of emotions. So, boys, if you can let me know what your favourite tear jokers are, we'd love to know. Vodka Cranberry soon. Beer soon. Wait. Firstly, great comeback from what was initially, you know, Mr. Pajetti based trolling from us uh, to come back with a good question. I will say this haven't seen Ride Like a Girl, Michelle Payne's story. Sure, it's fantastic, but I also would like to say this in the in the uh, pantheon of mm, mm. movies that the humans have created, Eddie, mm, that mm. human history has created. Yep. There is a part of me that find that sort of feels like there could be no greater dribbler tearjerker than Mich- the Michelle Payne story. Like for this dribbler to mention, well, it, it fit- with every fucking movie you have to pick from, ride yeah, like yeah. a girl, ride like the girl is what he's, what he's what he's picked. I think that's tremendous. I think that's amazing. In terms of cheer jerkers, what gets me going? It depends on my mood. Like if it's a Sunday, anything. But I'll tell you what does get me consistently going. Yeah, as I get fucking caught up with okay. your chair. Okay, I fixed it. Now, Man on Fire, Dakota Fanning, I think. Yep, it is. Little Girl. Never seen it. Have you've ne- oh, you've never seen it. There's a scene at the end, bro, and for all those that have, have seen it, the bridge scene when he's doing the handover and he sacrifices himself for Dakota. Don't this- fucking give spoilers. Nah, I'm joking. It's 12 years old. Probably more. It is one of the great... Tear jokers of all time, and then Enya, who did the oh, I love she, Enya. She sings at the who end of our. Can uh, say where the road is it Enya? Goes. I think it's Enya. She sings at the end of um, uh, Gladiator, right? Is that her? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hello, shalom. Yeah, but so basically, she sings without like she's not using words. She's just dude. Pretty sure she did that on one take, first take. I think she, it's like she's speaking to God or something. Like she uses his other language. Anyway, yeah. she sort of sings this. It's a similar sort of song at the end of uh, Man on Fire, and it is a motherfucking tearjerker. Man on Fire is a sick movie. Denzel, uh, yeah, no, I've heard. I've heard it's a good movie. I got a couple here now. These are legit saddies. I have got a couple of legit saddies now. This one was. I remember just seeing it when I was young. I'd never really cried in a movie. Till I was a little bit older, but it was always like it was there, mm. and I was basically crying. But I was trying to be sto- stoic, even though I was fucking, you know, yeah. beside myself yeah. behind the eyes. Yeah, stepmom Julia Roberts, Susan Sarandon. One mum's dying, the other one's a stepmom who's like slowly sort of moving in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what's happening, and then she dies. Sad as fuck. I tell you what it is. That's another sad one. Marley and me. Marley and me. That's a yeah. That's, that's a fucking tearjerker. That's a tearjerker. You know what else? Right. Click Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I can't remember what the fuck happens in that movie, and that I know he's got a remote and he's doing a bunch of shit, but I just remember at one point being like, Jesus, Adam. 
You've got me in tears here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Adam Sandler one. My sister's keeper. Seen that? I didn't because I was like, again, I saw what was coming on that one. I saw that from a mile off. Another Adam Sandler. This was not a tearjerker of a film, but just a scene in the movie. Uh, Big Daddy, when the kid's getting taken away. He's like, but I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own. He's like, I know you do, buddy. That moment. (laughs) Although peppered in humour, that's often how the greats operate. Yeah. I'm laughing, but I'm jer- tear jerking. Yeah, I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm laughing. I'm crying. Um, what's the other one I was about to say that really jerks tears out of me? Um, that's what it is. Philadelphia. Tom Hanks dies of AIDS. Haven't seen it. It's a great movie, and it's about like. It's about him getting sacked from his job. It's about, I think it's set in when AIDS was popping off. Right, right. And there was a huge stigma around it. And, sure. you know, no one really understood it as well as they did. And the death rate was super high. Yeah. And then he was like a partner at a law firm. And then they noticed a lesion on him. Yeah. And they sacked him. Yeah. And so, and Denzel's in it as well. All-time throbbers. And so the whole movie's about like Denzel's his lawyer. And initially he's like really repulsed by this gay man with AIDS because of the whole stigma of the time. But then, then, you know, slowly as they're working together on this case and then like, you know, getting him. Yeah. And anyway, again, if you haven't seen it by now. Gosling's in a couple. The end of La La Land is sad. Have you seen La La Land? I haven't. Do you know what? I tried to watch La La Land after a it's big good night on the, uh, of oh, Red not, Bulls. Not the right time. And I was trying to, you know, sometimes you just put a movie on to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to get up early for work the next day. So I've gone, it was just recently out, and I'm like, fuck it, we'll put La La Land on. And mm. Steph was like, get this fucking thing off Not the, the right screen. Not the right time. Not the right Horrible. Time. I haven't been able to watch it again. It's a great movie. The ending's sick. Loved it, but sad. Notebook, obviously sad, goes without saying. Notebook is sad, but they get back together in the end. I tell you what, with Notebook, I love the Notebook, but I really could do without the bits when they're old. <laughs> Yeah, get rid of those bits. You know? Yeah, yeah, Just keep it as young, hot people fucking yeah, and having yeah, a good time yeah, yeah. and they fall apart, they come back together and then that's it, the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, think, I, I think I'd be prepared to go along with that. I don't need Definitely. to see the old bits where they're like out in dementia. Tell you, what, I tell you, what, tell you a sad scene, tell you a really sad scene. The start of Up. Again, haven't seen it, but I know it's an Have old... you seen Up? Yeah, when they, yeah, when they're doing the montage yeah. of when his wife dies? Yeah. Really, really powerful. Lion King. Mate, I can't, mate, last time I watched Lion King, I was sobbing. Yeah. I, was, I, I was coming down off Red Bulls, but I was a mess. I was a mess. You can't... Mess with a capital M pun. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't seen the new Lion King, and I don't care to. You know what? Can I be honest? I haven't seen it. No. I didn't want to sully the original. I don't want to sully the original. I'm, I'm that sort of guy. And when Mufasa dies, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you should be shot. When Mufasa dies in Lion King original, mm. I mean... That's how I learned about death as a young as a young human. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great. And then you know when he's talking to Mufasa, he's in the sky, in the sky, and then and, it, Han, and then he comes. Do you reckon Hans then, Zimmer did that fucking? Oh uh, yeah. And then Hans takes over, and he's like, yeah. oh, "Let's take this for a fucking walk. Let me take this for a walk." This, yeah, yeah, yeah. this soundtrack. And then for, what's the monkey's names? Uh, Rafiki. Rafiki. Oh, yeah. Rafiki. Sort of like skipping through, and the movie, the music starts to get upbeat, and it's just it's beautiful. And then stuff. it's. You know, walking through the jungle. And then you're up and about. Then now all of a about. sudden I'm standing. Yeah. And I'm it. pumped. And I'm yelling at the TV. And I'm, I've got my I'm fists singing in the air. Like, yeah. Everybody look yeah. left. 
Everybody look right. Not that scene, but yeah. I yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm singing. You're singing. I'm you're singing. I don't yeah. remember the fucking song. What yeah. was the song? Growing up in the jungle. Can you remember it? And you know when he goes. I need you to sing the I can't words. remember the well, words. Well, that's not going to help anyone. Well, wait, do you know them? No. no. Well, then, like. Well, you're getting up, man. I'm singing I Can't Wait to Be King, which is a Lion King song, and you've cut me down in the middle of it, and now I don't have the confidence to get back into it. <laughs> and then you don't even know any of them. Good dribble. Did you ever watch The Lion King, Dave? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, like, I know you're like 20 years younger than us, so I don't know if... No, I remember seeing The Lion King when I was young. The movie that always You're like Despicable Me or something. That was your era. Minions and shit. Minions and shit. I was like, I was Finding Nemo around and Cars. Cars. Finding Nemo is good. Finding Nemo is dope. I watch Finding Nemo. Fuck yeah. But Cars... Yeah, Cars is good. The film that always gets me to shed a tear or two, and it was the first one I cried in there, was The Blind Side. And just that one scene where he's like in the bleachers after the basketball game and picking up like pieces of old food, like people's food. I don't remember like that. that scene, but I do. That's the one with like Sandra Bullock and, yeah, and yeah. that huge dude playing footy. True story as well. Mm. Mm. Good dribble. I don't know any other. I mean, there are probably plenty of tear jokes. Oh, we could, we could sit here. And... What about Armageddon when. Uh, when Bruce Willis rips off his patch and gives it to Ben Stiller and shoves him into the fucking back onto the spaceship. Yeah, it's like, but it's so overdone. It's, it's American. It's so over yeah. the top and Yankee that yeah. I just can't get. No, around you couldn't it. from be, a tear perspective. No, no, you couldn't be crying about it. Uh, if you cry in Armageddon, then you are a Yankee. You'd have to be crying, ironically, or you're American. Yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah. There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. No. Titanic, I don't even cry in. It's no, too no, yank. No. You know what I mean? Too yank. Too yank. Too yank. Most of them are. <laughs> yes. Hey, Tom and Eddie. It's Shino here. Greetings to the punters. <gasps> We've listened to Shino. That was Shino. Well done, Shino. Good dribble. You bounce back after early. Hey, boys. How are you going, the punters and the dribblers? Just coming from you from the beautiful 4870, the Cairns, beautiful finals, Queensland. FNQ, baby. Just watching the Storm vs. Roosters game, and holy fuck. If Cooper Cronk is not in the Magoo 13, I don't know who is. Like, I get it, you got fucking dumped from the Storm because you wanted to find, you wanted to chase your fucking love from a sexy Fox Sports. I don't think you got dumped. I get it, mate. I I get it, you know? Each to their own. But, mate, you don't have to fucking be the most boyish commentator in the whole wide world just because fucking Bellamy and Smith don't like you. Mm. Like, come on, bro. I get it. I get it you have no more mates. I get it that you're a whip dog. I get it. It's fine, bro. Anyway, that's all i got to say. See you soon. Now, I'm going to have to... All of that was incorrect. I can't go along with any of it. Firstly, he left the storm, and they were devastated. They were they were absolutely fuming. Well, I think we let him go. We knew we had Jerome Hughes. We knew we had. Yeah, Stockton. shut the yeah. fuck up! You did not you lost let the next Cooper two Cronk grand go. finals. Oh, sorry, we made Oof. the next two grand finals as well. Did you? No, you lost. No, you made you, one. Well, no, you, we made the grand final you, prelim. Yeah, yeah, lost, yeah, which lost is not next... bad considering we yeah, lost sure, the best it's not half bad. in the game. Yeah, but you didn't get rid of him. He said, "Hey, I'm going," and you guys are like, "What?" And you would have like, won back to back if he didn't leave. Yeah. But he left, so you did not get rid of him. Then he went to the Roosters and won two in a row, three in a row, because he won one at the Storm, and, then went, and went for love, sure. We just spent, you know, five, ten minutes talking about tearjerkers, so I don't, I don't mind love. 
He's also Craig Bellamy still fucking loves him. Yeah. And it's, whatever whatever's happened between him and Smith, I don't know. But Billy Slater's still in his Billy like, still, still loves him. It's only him and Cam that have fallen out. And I heard it's because he didn't go to his wedding. There's a bit more to it. Oh, there is? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Which we won't be talking about on air. But safe to say, from what I hear, probably not Cooper in the wrong. There you go. But... I don't find him that biased. I don't, Do you? But also, he's As calling a, a Roosters and Storm game. How can he be biased when his dick, when you know his dick foams for both clubs? I think if he's I a, can use, I think that he's a little bit. Term. I think he's a little bit wet behind the ear, still trying to find his feet in the commentary game. Correct. I'd, I'd allow you to say that he's the second most capped player in the in the game's history, the most capped halfback in the game's history. Reece. He's won six grand finals. He's done Australian, it all. Queensland, like, Dally M, Dally M, Churchill. No, I don't think so. Uh, but like, I don't think I, you know what? Cooper might've been almost undervalued until he played that game with the broken shoulder. And then it was like, Oh no, this guy and the band like went to the roosters and went back to back. Like mm. his place in the game is, you know, unquestioned and he's not Magoo. No, yeah. I don't, he's not like, he's not a, like a, a big time alpha, but he's not a Magoo. No, he's not a big time alpha, but you gotta be like if, if Magoo, well, mate, Magoo, well, like, Think of the Magoos in Magoo 11. Exactly. Or the Magoo 13. They're like fucking dripping in Magoo. Exactly. And Cooper's not. Cooper's not dripping in Magoo. Yeah, he did win a Clive Churchill in 2012. But I think where where a lot of the misinterpretation, where I think this dribbler's kind of come from, is that maybe he's misinterpreting the Magoo as just the fact that Cooper is just so smart. And he's got a good footy brain, which kind of sticks out in a rugby yeah, commentary true. panel. It he's does. like calling plays before they're happening as a commentator. Too smart. Yeah. yeah. That can often throw off the dribbler. <laughs> Intelligence and Magooism to the dribbler seem to go hand in hand. Yes. What, anyway. are, you, what are you, some smart cunt? <laughs> but thank you very much for the dribble, sir. We've got us talking. Sending your love up in FNQ. Good day, Tom and Eddie. I'm calling from La Crosse, Wisconsin, to wish my mate Andrew a happy 22nd birthday. Andrew, you've been a beast for 22 years. You're the Tom to my Eddie, my Dior to my Dave, and you're my NRL to my St. PVL. I love you, man. Happy birthday. Beer soon. Well, that's nice. That was love, man. There's a theme There's to that. A, isn't it? That's really sweet. That's really bloody nice. Uh, That's really sweet. Shout out to the Wisconsin dribbler. Big time. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Tom and Eddie, P's and D's. You know who it is. It's Chris Bacious dribbler here again. <laughs> Thank um, God. <laughs> just got a little bit of man-child rhetoric. Um, so so just, just get this in your mind. Under, under 12, sort of... We were under 10s, but we were up a grade. Under 12s, you've got a fella on your side, Peter. We'll give him the name of Peter. And he's he's probably 60 kilos as a 12-year-old. Like, you don't get that much. Like, that's a fucking animal, this thing. He's got hair on his shoulders, for fuck's sake, at 12 years old. Anyway, this... This little kid ran to him, probably 25 kilos, ringing west, ran at Peter. Peter was still wearing sneakers. This is his last game of rugby league. He didn't, he didn't run on the field knowing it was his last game. But 
it it turns out it was. Runs out there, all good. Kick off. Someone's trucking nut towards Peter, the sixty kilo twelve year old, the freak with hair on his shoulders. Anyway, trucks nut at Peter. Peter just gives him fucking the don't argue. This is Sparta kick to the sternum. Wins this cunt. Possibly, possibly severs his sternum. Sternum. <laughs> severs his sternum. Peter's then banned from school footy for the rest of his life. Fuck knows what Peter's doing to himself now. He's been shown some colour and hasn't been led back to the to the gods game since. Anyway, boys, like to know your thoughts on what Petey could be up to these days. <laughs> Fuck knows. Haven't seen him since that game of footy. He dropped out of school. Righto. Hooroo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck knows where Peter is. In an abattoir somewhere? I don't know. <coughs> Kicking cows. <coughs> oh, my God. That was good, Crispy. Welcome back, bro. You'll remember Chris Bracious. Is the nickname his brother gave him because he got set on fire. <laughs> I remember. Hilarious. Big fan of Chris Bacious. Yeah, g'day, gents. Just Fano here. Just calling up the same. <laughs> Man, lol, sea eagles. <laughs> Jam post soon. Man, lol, sea eagles. Surprised he didn't get a shit dribble from... Uh, Nielsen? Nielsen. Are you sure? <clears throat> nah, didn't. Interesting. Bit his tongue. Rare. Very rare for Nilso. Very. Uh, final dribble, gentlemen. We've reached that point in the uh, proceedings. G'day, punters, dribblers. Um, Good lord. Deal, Dave, Tom and Eddie. It's the Mullong Magpies dribbler calling back in. Um, bit of Love shit it. being talked on the podcast, obviously, last week by um, the, the Blaney Rams dribbler, and I appreciate his phone call. It's it's good to see after three seasons of, of these blokes playing up in Div 2, um, <laughs> playing playing wooden spoon football for the last three seasons, that they've come back down into Div 3 and they've won three games and they're, they're talking as if they're the fucking... All Blacks or some fucking rubbish. But I just wanted to um, remind everyone that we're playing football out here in Mullong. We're, we're not playing rugby union. We're not playing rugby league. We're, we're playing football and that's going to take, you know, a, a good half a season to, to kind of figure out the kinks and what that means for us going forward. I mean, we're getting better week in, week out. I'm sure that we'll... We'll see you blokes in the semi-finals, and I'm sure that we'll, we'll put in a much better performance. And uh, it was a pretty off day for us, obviously, um, <laughs> out there at the wreck. But well, I just wanted to quickly say, maybe you blokes playing your wooden spoon football up in Div 2 for the last three seasons, you've forgotten what Div 3 football is all about. It's not how you go on the football field, mate. It's how you go down to the bottom pub, Bank Street, Molong, when it comes to the boat race, of which we smashed you by half a schooner. <laughs> so maybe you've forgotten that in your fucking cat-smelling infested fucking cat food town because of your fucking Friskies factory. <laughs> but, mate, that's what it's all about. It's about how many fucking schooners you can down four blokes in a row in relay-style fucking beer drinking. 
Anyway, maybe you blokes have been fucking sniffing your cat food and fucking <laughs> drinking your Chardonnays up there in your fucking cold infested town too long, but... Um, Mate, we're just living out Mullen, drinking schooner as as third grade, third division footballers always have. Anyway, beers never, Blaney Rams dribbler, and um, we'll speak to you blokes later. Wow! Oh shit! I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that. That, that was, was hilarious. Mate, nothing gets me going like Div 3 Central West Rugby Union rhetoric. Absolutely, it's good for the soul. And. Uh, I mean, someone better go check on Blaney Rams dribbler stat because he just got murdered. <laughs> He's dead. He must be dead. He have to be. Go check for a poll. Call the follow. coroner. Yeah, this one's dead. Yeah, <laughs> this one's dead. <laughs> oh my god, that was tremendous. That was tremendous. Uh, shout out to the Molong dribbler there. That was also, but but to the if he is alive, if they did find a pulse. And the coroner had to, to wheel him well, back out the, of the, the freezer. Well, they gave him and they got him back alive. Then I would like to be updated as the season goes on about yes. what happens when we get to the pointy end of the Div 3 competition. Yeah, yeah, the standings and whatnot. And if they do, I mean, if they do happen to take each other on in the final, which we're all hoping for, mm. I'd be like to have... Keep me abreast. Of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, when he was saying they don't play rugby or league, they play football, they're not playing a hybrid game in third division, are they? They're just talking about the fact that they had to merge two clubs. No, I think Rob's saying that they're, that his team, the Molong Magpoys, are playing, they're playing hybrid football because half the team are leaguies, right? So they're playing high, They're not playing a rugby union game? No, they've got rugby league players trying to play rugby union. Yeah, gotcha. Sweet. Okay, yeah. so they are. St- they're not playing hybrid football. No, no, no. They're just they're having. You know, there's some teething issues. Well, they because you know, obviously they've had a couple of schooners when they run on and they start to. You know, they get up, they play the ball. Yes. You go, no, no, bro. No, no. It's pick and drive. Union. My pick, my place. Pick and play stuff here. Yeah, hip escape. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Loved it. My Great pillow, dribble. my post. Great dribble. Uh, that is us for the week. Bye bye. Sure. <laughs> I, well, I thought you were packing it up. No, well, I mean, I was just taking off my headphones in right. terms of like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's warm down, stretch it out. Let's drag this thing on another 20 minutes. No, that's it for the week. Uh, Kelly Slater, please reach out. Could you two just not talk anymore?